the land of the Irish Spring. Dublin's the place where I learned my thing. From the Emerald Isle to your place in the hood. I'm the man of green, come to do no good. Left in the hood, come to do no good. Left in the hood, come to do no good. What is dope, this place is hype. There's a lassie, she's just my type. I hate to resort so soon to money. Haven't been late so long, it's happening. So bad, I'm good. Jesus, Jordan, after months and months of fucking begging me and asking me, I finally did that freestyle for you, dude. Bro, wait. I got one for you, too. <laughs> Spit. I'm the co-host of the pod, and my name is Jordan. Riley is my co-host, and Big Dicks are what? He's adoring. <laughs> Yo! <laughs> oh, my God. Add another uh, fucking... <laughs> Bro. Add, a, add, a, add a crowd applaud to that one, dude. That's add just, that in post. That's the tip of the iceberg of my new mixtape. Dude, I'm going to be writing some fucking lyrics. Oh, yeah? You want to do this? Oh, dude, fuck yeah. You want a rap battle? Some rap battle? I mean, dude. we see one in this movie, too. We kind of do, yeah. No, I mean, seriously. It's fucking insane how, like, we kind of see, like, a Jay-Z origin story in this movie. <laughs> Heck yeah. I mean, 90, what, Bonkers. five? I mean, I guess. Well, let me. T- what movie are we doing today, Riley? Dude, we are fucking doing Leprechaun 3. And although I hate to admit that I was wrong, I was also extremely fucking right. Let me hmm. explain. Okay. Uh, this obviously isn't right after the first one. No. I might be just tripping. I'll be real. Because I-, I thought there is like a Leprechaun movie that literally takes place right after the first one. I mean, However, it's a safe bet because like every movie, it's franchise now has done that. It's a little bit different. They change it up on us a little bit. But this fuck, dude, Jordan, I I don't know about you, man. I fucking loved this movie compared to the second one. Cool. This movie was fucking silly, bonkers, and extremely Irish. I was glad that they did their research. Uh, <laughs> incredible leprechaun lore. Uh, some real shit. Jordan, what did you what did you think about this movie, man? I mean, yeah, after the second one, it's better than I remembered for sure. I think I forgot how silly it is, which is ultimately that's the way you gotta go. Like, there's no way you could turn back the dial and try to somehow make Leprechaun be scary. So like go all in, like self aware. Yeah. Dude, I got a lot of Halloween kills vibes from this. Really? Where, where it's <laughs> like it's so like if you look at it, you try to take it seriously. You're like, "All right, dude, I'm I'm going in here, expectations super high. Let's get serious." Yours all were that super bonker, high, crazy shit, like all that just goof shit. I love that goofiness. Yeah, and I was just like lolling the whole time. I didn't remember how like it's the whole time. Like it never takes like the foot off the gas and tries to go like, "All right," but now like seriously, we got to develop this story. No, it's like <laughs> silly the whole time. It's just bits, bits, bits. It's great, dude, and like. Warwick Davis is just spitting. This is the best he's ever spit in the game, Jordan. Honestly. So far. So far, he's been fucking... And, like, they have profanity in this one, although I think the first one had a little bit of profanity. The second one barely had any. Lightly. I mean, here's one thing I don't get. Why do any of these movies have to be rated R? Like, they're so well, tame. dude, after, after this one, though, I mean, shit got real, Jordan. I mean, you have, like, boobs. That's the only reason why it had to be R. And yeah, that was... Nudity. I guess it was somewhat necessary to that point, but like easily, I feel like maybe that Boobs was just... were very lore friendly to this movie, definitely. But I think maybe the standards back then were just so like low to be considered R. 
Oh yeah, no, definitely. I mean, none of them are gory or like they don't. If they do curse, it's very rare. He even gets cut off saying "ass." <laughs> they don't. He doesn't even fully say it in one of them. This one is pretty gory though, too. I mean, I think this had the most gore out of both the first and second. It had more, but I wouldn't say it's like uh, excellent gore. I wouldn't say it's rated R gore. <laughs> like you got to be seventeen <laughs> to see that. Um, I mean, this, bro, it's rated R for just being real. Even though we had, you had talked about it taking place after the first one, it basically does in the sense that, I mean, it's only like two years after. It's this uh, released June 27th, 95. Which might not even be a full two years, honestly. I don't know. Um, this is the first film in the series to be released direct-to-video, which is a shame. That thanks yeah, because Leprechaun it's so 2. so much better than the second. Because Leprechaun 2, you know automatically I bet they're going to this one like this is going direct to video because <laughs> of how bad the last one flopped uh, currently as of today it's on Amazon Prime though so it is free to watch if you have Amazon uh, it's an hour and a half the tagline is welcome to Vegas your losing streak is about to begin or welcome to Vegas the odds are you won't leave alive it's alright well, don't Although silence I'm a me, very dude. Big advocate for this don't movie. Don't silence me. In that department. Don't follow up with dead air acting like I came up with those, man. I well, it sounds like it would be something out of your mouth, Jordan. Honestly, I thought that was pretty far. <laughs> See, I honestly thought it was pretty honestly, far. You know, I, yeah, that's good I writing. Liked it. That's what made me watch the movie personally. You know, I mean, I just recognize good writing when when it's there. <laughs> you know, and that's just your guys' fault if you just can't see it that way. That's just you. <laughs> you see well, the world in black and white. Can I give you a little synopsis here? Dude, go ahead, spit. One night in Las Vegas, a pawn shop owner purchases a statue of a leprechaun from a mysterious stranger. He ignores the stranger's warning to never remove the statue's golden medallion and takes it for himself. Instantly, the statue transforms into the murderous leprechaun who vows to kill anyone who takes his gold. Debatable. Scott McCoy, who unwittingly took a gold coin from the pawn shop, and Tammy, Scott's new friend, are first on the list. Cool beans. You want to talk about something? It's not a golden amulet. It's not gold. Well, let's talk about that golden amulet, though. I mean, we're adding the lore. This is the first time we see it, right? Or is that from the second one? Did they That's mention from the it? second one as well. It is? Wow. Yeah. So the second one did establish something that continues throughout yeah, the rest. He's just a little statue critter. Wait a minute. No. What? I don't think the amulet's in the second one. Or it is... To stop him, right? Or no? That's what I'm wondering, because I'm like... Wait a minute, because I swear to God, I've seen it before. You know what? I think, no, I think the third one introduces the amulet and him being a statue, because I think I remember watching Leprechaun in the Hood recently, again. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So uh, that makes me much happier that the third one set that up. Oh, yeah. Although, it would have given the second one some value if it actually established that. It would have made things a lot less fucking, like, asshole in terms of plot. Well, yeah, because the second one, he just blows up. So. Well, it's just he's waiting for a thousand years, bro, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he and, blows and up at the end. the thousandth year comes, and, like, I mean, we, we skip all that, uh, well, quote-unquote skip, all that time he waits. So at what point of the second one, after he is blown to bits, does someone reconstruct him and make a statue out of him and put an amulet Maybe on it's him? like reincarnation, because his gold wasn't destroyed. Hmm. Notice how like his gold has never been destroyed in the first and second. 
So he always comes back, but he's reincarnated as a statue, maybe. Does the gold even exist in that sense? Oh, it does. It's him. Especially this yeah, movie him, sets yeah. up. It is him. All right. Yeah, the, yeah, the gold is him. Like, we, we get some, like, grounded lore where... Uh, well, I mean, dude, we have that full-on fucking video that dude pops in at the pawn shop. Hold on, we got a lot. We can talk about that. Yeah, let's talk about some of these dirty sons of bitches. Let's go. Ah, lovely golden palaces, completely full of bitches. I'll rip them off and rub them blind, those dirty sons of bitches. (laughs) And that is from this movie. It is. I, I... Fucking bro, you didn't know that. Believe me not, dude. I popped off when I heard that. <laughs> you pop one off. I popped one off, dude, and then immediately after, I popped another few off. The budget of this movie is one point two million. Nice. So that's actually really low for kind of the scope. I mean, it has. I feel like way more to offer having the Vegas scene than the second one. It's got half the budget. I mean, yeah, dude, half the budget, but literally twice. It's fucking just impactful, crazy fucking well-written, you know? That's pretty impressive, Insane. though, to me. 1.2 million. That's barely more than the first one. And it has, uh, like, way more. It's not just in the middle of nowhere. It's in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And way more, like, stunts and stuff. It's pretty nuts. Yeah, I mean, good on them for actually managing their budget and, like, focus on what's important. Yeah, to make a... One point two million dollar movie, like a Leprechaun movie. So, yeah. <laughs> so strong. It takes a lot of uh, skill. Not many people have that ability, Jordan. So, well, and you kind of. I mean, there's some somewhat corny effects we could talk about too, but um, you give it a pass too. Like knowing it's a mm-hmm. Leprechaun movie, like I don't know. You don't like, like what? Come on! Especially this isn't even going out in theaters. Yeah, exactly. Now, here's what's interesting. So, I don't have the gross since it was straight to direct-to-video. Yeah. yeah. VHS, sir. Um, oh, shit. Yeah, I'm sorry. Leprechaun. You weren't even born yet when this came out, were you? I wasn't, dude. Unfortunately not. Well, it says that Leprechaun 3 on the like the wiki page or whatever for it, like the, you know, they make like mm-hmm. the fandom sites. Um, yeah. It says Leprechaun 3 went on to become the highest-selling direct-to-video film of 1995. Damn fucking straight, dude. So that's kind of crazy. <laughs> Honestly. I'm not surprised. I almost don't believe it because that seems insane. Oh, well, I okay. Mean, what realistically came out in 1995, like, direct-to-DVD? That's what I wasn't thinking of. Well, for sure, it's direct-to-VHS. Yeah. <laughs> um, Competition wasn't really there. But then again, we are talking about Leprechaun, though. I know. Like, I was so tripping. Far, one of the- I was, for a second, I was thinking it was the highest-grossing film VHS wise of 1995, oh, shit. <laughs> but yeah, that'd be fucking rad. I still think that's pretty good, though. Oh yeah, no, definitely. I mean, shit. I have a feeling they made their money back. Yeah, considering how the second one just ended off on such a sour shit note, that could have really almost killed the series. I'll give you some other movies that came out in '95 <laughs> direct yeah. to video. We got the Babysitter, Baywatch, the movie Forbidden Paradise. Carnosaur 2, Castle Freak, there's a horror one, Cruel Jaws, um, Gargoyles the Movie, The Heroes Awaken, Yo. <laughs> The Land Before Time 3. Oh, shit. Wait a minute. Yeah. Actually, something to pop off about, Land Before Time 3. Yeah, buddy. 
I thought they all died in the second one. I thought the meteor wow, came spoilers, down and dude. fucking nuked them all. Wait till we do that series. <laughs> oh, dude. I'm going to be sh- fucking shivering in my wow. boots for like an entire year. There is some fire that came out. You got Slam Dunk Ernest. Ooh. That's, okay. Do you even know who Ernest films are? Ernest? Yeah, I think so. Uh, Let me look it up. I think a, I actually might know Ernest. It sounds right, very familiar. Um, Theodore Rex. I saw that movie a lot as a child and has recently become like a big cold hit because like it's become such a famously bad movie. And we actually own that movie. Uh, Witchboard 3, The Possession, which I own, <laughs> sealed, VHS. Um, and then Magic Island, which we'll actually be talking about in a minute. Um, I actually watched yeah, Ernest Scared Stupid. Uh, I don't think that's the one you said because that no, came out in '91. So but I do know Ernest though. Yeah, he's got a Halloween special, dude. Ernest was um, just pervasive <laughs> in the '90s. He was the archangel. Of the but 90s. guess what? No matter how mu- much Ernest was a brand, an icon, Leprechaun Three said, "Sit down." For real. Who's doing I mean, the dunking? You, just, you got that, Michael Jordan. Against Kobe, man, you know? Yeah, but who had the last dunk? Leprechaun 3. (laughs) (laughs) This movie was filmed in Las Vegas with a caveat there that the production could only afford to shoot one night on location in Vegas where, like, the scenes of the leprechaun walk around the strip were apparently mostly shot without permits. They have one night. shit. (laughs) Which is crazy. Get in a lot of trouble with that if you were caught. Holy fuck. Yeah, and the rest of it is like all the scenes from the Lucky Shamrock Casino. That's all from Studio. the It's from the uh, Ambassador Hotel in LA. Oh, wow. Okay. So the writer of this is David Dubois. Dubois? I don't know how you say it. It's D U B O S. I think it's Dubois. Dubois. Sounds so French. he pretty much hasn't written anything. Except except some shorts. Um, he wrote for a, a horror anthology movie in 94 called Future Shock. Then he wrote the segment Future Shock in that movie. <laughs> uh, he wrote for a movie called Playback in 1996. That was one of those like drama sex thrillers that was like, you know, you got the kinky business executive. There's like a th- 10,000 of them in the 90s. <laughs> and he also wrote and directed a movie called Bayou Tales. So you mentioned he's French. It's about uh, New Orleans. Go. About it's an anthology of three Southern Gothic tales set in New Orleans. I'm just, dude. I can read people like an open fucking book, Jordan. <laughs> give me a name. Give me an address. Dox them even. Fuck, I'll know them. Well, I will say the few things he has done are like somewhat horror related. The only thing I'm like that piques my interest on his IMDb. I don't even know if it's still happening because it says it's in pre-production, but the year says 2019, and it's called Butterfly and the Typewriter. It's a uh, biographical drama like uh based off a book of the same name of this author John Kennedy Toole and like the struggle of him trying to bring his uh book a confederate a confederacy of dunces which is a really famous like comedy book to print and it looks like it would have definitely been his highest budget movie it's only 4 million but it has a ton of stars it's got Brad Dorf playing Arthur Dukong, the main guy. You got Carrie Elways from Saw, Susan Sarandon, Nick Offerman, Annalise Basso, that edgy Katie girl from Slenderman. Oh, shit. She's back. 
And then you also got another horror dude, Desmond Harrington, plays Jack Kerouac in his. Um, he's in Ghost Ship, Wrong Turn, The Neon Demon, Neon mm-hmm. Demon. Um, lots of horror movie crossovers with all those actors, especially Brad Damn. Dorf. But I don't know if COVID shot it down or what, but I, there's been no updates since 2019, so I can't find anything. Mm. But maybe would have put him on the map. Might still Probably. happen. Who knows? Um, shit. I mean, coming off the hype of a Leprechaun Three. It's a yeah. hard. It's a hard fucking shoe to fill, dude. I will say he doesn't have much of a. Uh, what would you call it? Uh, resume, maybe. <laughs> uh, the director is Brian Trenchard Smith. Uh, just as a short bio, Brian Trenchard Smith is an Anglo-Australian film and television director, producer, and writer with a re- reputation for large-scale movies on small-scale budgets. All right, many of which perfect example. Exactly. They display a quirky <laughs> sense of humor that has earned him a cult following. Quentin Tarantino referred to him in Entertainment Weekly as one of his favorite directors. Oh, wow. He's got a bunch of movies like in the 70s, like looks like some kung fu movies and stuff. And some oh, of them. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, like cult classic kind of movies. Yeah, yeah. Another movie I wanted to watch of his is uh, Dead End Drive-In from 1986 that I've heard about. Oh, I've heard of it, never seen it. Me neither. Add it to the Damn, list. Okay. Um, Night of the Demons 2, which I've definitely seen from 94. Um, speaking of which, we at some point have to do the Night of the Demons series. And there's I don't only... think I've ever heard of that. Oh, you piece of shit, huh? <laughs> no, that'd be perfect <laughs> then. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I've ever heard of it. It's very self-aware too, and it's got great Ooh. effects. Okay, all right. Dope, dope. Um, and it, first one was 94 or the second one? Second one. Second one, okay. I think they're all from the nineties though. There's like how many are there? Like I want to say three, but then there was a remake that was like I think it gets oh, like some a hate, but it's a reboot. Right. Yeah, basically. Uh-oh. <laughs> Is that what we're just gonna call it now? That's <laughs> basically the the kind of syndrome you get. It really is. It's the two, well, <laughs> but Friday Thirteenth, I guess, did it first. But I get what you're saying though. That's, I mean, dude, they were the first to get it. You know? Yeah, it's like Alzheimer's. I mean. Texas, actually, Texas Chainsaw Massacre was even before that. That's like 2003. Yeah, they stupid fucking question. They got like the Rob Zombie 2010 reboot treatment, right? Or, uh, Rob, yeah. I guess am I going crazy? Did Rob Zombie direct? Yeah, he directed a couple of Texas Chainsaw Massacres, right? No. No? No. I'm fucking losing Halloween? I'm sorry. He only did Halloween? That I know of, yeah. Huh. Okay, then never mind, dude. Yeah, I'm just... <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm off my rocker. Yes, you are. Uh, but yeah, Night of, I, as I'm talking yeah. to you, I'm typing down because I'm like, Night of Demons, we've got to do that one. Yeah, uh, that sounds dope. And Dead End Driving. But yeah, very similar mm-hmm. to, like like I said, the humor and stuff. I love it. Um, Also... Yeah, absolutely. I think that's... We don't know yet, and we'll do a rating at the end, Ooh. but what going into this series is my favorite Leprechaun. He also directed mm-hmm. Leprechaun 4 in Space. Dude, dude. Well, because I mean, dude, he honestly fucking saved the series with this one. Seriously, third and fourth. Like, I mean, bangers back to back. Yeah, breath of fresh air, dude. Like, thankfully he came in clutch. I I feel bad, dude. He must have fucking broken his back after the fourth one. He was just carrying that fucking entire team. I hope he got paid on the um percentage or something of those VHS sales. I mean, because think how hard yeah, he worked for like know. barely any money. Like this whole movie did for one point two million. Like, 
I really hope that was part of it. <laughs> um, he else, he's fall. I don't want to say falling on hard times, but uh, oh shit! Some of the movies I looked up from more recently are like, oh no, Tyrannosaurus Azteca in two thousand seven, <laughs> Pimpin' Pee Wee in two thousand nine. Yo, <laughs> like Herman? Nah. Ah, uh. the OG. This is a prequel. <laughs> another prequel another origins yeah peewee origins pimp and peewee pimp and peewee dude, before he became the herman before he settled down i feel like he made the movie just because he came up with that title that alliteration like pimp and peewee that's pretty dope dude i mean you could you can get far with a fucking franchise like that pimp <laughs> and Pee-wee too or all just one little like funny joke like leprechaun can spawn a lot of series <laughs> A lot of movies. <laughs> I know, right? Dude, there's so many like methodical characters in this like f- franchise. You really branch off to do so many spinoffs. Just for one like funny idea, like, hey, it'd be funny if like you took a leprechaun but made him like kill people. Yeah, like what if like a leprechaun accidentally like came on his wound and he became a leprechaun, but he was like six foot <laughs> became president. But there's a movie Drive Hard from twenty fourteen he also did, which that was like John Cusack. That was like a bigger Bigger movie. Oh, John Cusack. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. So let's talk about, I mean, we're talking about characters. Top build, our boy. You know him. You love him. Warwick Davis as Leprechaun. The legend. Basically, the Leprechaun. Just The series. The The further he goes in the series, the more his name actually dissolves and his identity just becomes imbued with Leprechaun. The absolute goat, dude. Enough said. (laughs) For real. We got John Gattins as Scott the main dude yeah this motherfucker right as of recent i looked up he was in apparently real steel which for whatever reason growing up that movie it just like i really liked real steel because i'm a huge kind of like that's a gay porn right yeah 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 real it is yeah and it came out like in i think the gay porn they're they're making a sequel it was so good hell yeah uh uh let me see the first one came out in 2011 yeah so when i came out i was 11 dude Never forget. What is that? And it sounds familiar. Real Steel. Yeah, I just Damn, don't know what it dude. is. Well, in 2011, you were like what? Maybe I was. I want to say like six. I graduated 17? in 2011. So what's up? I was 18 by then because I graduated in 2011. 18. Oh shit! Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it it was like a uh like a robot boxing movie. Basically, think of like Rocky, but with like mechas. Is that how you got into that Gundam shit? No, dude, well, I got into that Gundam shit, uh, shit, cause uh, a couple of games, like Lost Planet, that, but that's a whole can of worms. I was gonna say, I what did I do? Yeah, no, nah, dude, but oh, real steel, yeah, no, for whatever reason, I loved it. I played the PS3 game. You can make your own like robot guy. I beat the shit out of so many people. It was fun. You could, like tear their arms off and whatever. Oh, so you know what's interesting though? I don't know if you what's mentioned up? it, but he wrote it, so he has like writing credits. John Gatton's? Yeah, did? he didn't act in it. He wrote it. No, he, he plays wrote, as a character. He plays as Kingpin as well. Really? And he wrote the screenplay, though. Did he really? And it's got legit. It's got Hugh Jackman in it. Yeah. Anthony Mackie, Evangeline Lilly, Hope Davis. Like, yeah, yeah, Hugh Jackman, I think, is the main father character. And then Dakota Goyo is uh, the kid that is like playing as his uh, son, Max, I think his name is. It looks pretty yeah, sick. I, don't, I definitely didn't know it was a robot, so I was thinking about a different movie. This looks actually pretty sick. I don't know. I've never seen it. Yeah, no, but I like, yeah, dude, I don't know why that movie resonated with me for 2011 for whatever reason. I loved it. And apparently they're making a fucking second one, which I had no idea about. 
No, it's a great so, idea. It looks sick just from what I'm looking at, and it's got good ratings too. Does it still? Does it hold up? Actually, I had no idea. I don't if know. It held up. I really like. From hindsight, I was like, yeah, it was just like a childhood kind of like gimmick movie where like a lot of kids would like it. But I mean, shit, dude, Leprechaun Three really boosted him up to that uh, real steel status. I mean, that's the Leprechaun's thing too. I mean, you kind of got to be a kid to appreciate it, probably when it came out. Oh, Leprechaun! I, mean, I think Leprechaun's more for the matured minds. You know? Really, the real, the real heavy thinkers. Like you know, like how people joke around, be like, "Oh, you need a high IQ for Rick and Morty." No, dude, you need a high IQ to really understand what Leprechaun's spitting because it's not just about the game. It's not about the music. It's about the bars, dude. But hasn't the, the game has changed? Wouldn't you say? Yeah, but that's because of Leprechaun. He changed the game. Game changed Leprechaun. Ain't. Yeah, for real. Well, no, I mean, bro. I mean that that you know that's a good discussion and especially for Leprechaun Three. I mean, did he change or did the game change on him? Right. Oh shit. Because he came in swinging in this movie, but uh, all the other characters like Lee Armstrong, I don't think. Well, I've I'm ever not. Seen there's anything. better stuff with John Gattins. Um. Oh, is there? Yeah. Oh, is there really? Oh, he I'm wrote sorry. freaking the Denzel Washington movie Flight from 2012. Which I have, yeah. So this dude's a fucking like writer. What? Yeah, the fuck? like a legit writer. Wait, more so of an actor. Like he has a lot of acting yeah, parts. What the hell? I, you know, when I saw John Gatton's, like seeing him act in Leprechaun Three, like for whatever reason, I like thought to myself, like, wow, why does he look so strangely familiar to me? Because he I just has say, that face. I don't. He wasn't the best actor. I did like him as yeah. he played the half Leprechaun, though. It was pretty good. Like, he had a good Irish accent and stuff. I mean, he could have fooled me. I would have thought for a minute he was actually from Ireland. The dude is a legit writer, though. That's um, insane, yeah. I mean, he's got some... That's crazy. He's got some uh, horror clout, too. Before Leprechaun 3, he was in Witchboard 2 as Russell. He's in Pumpkinhead 2, Blood oh, Wings. Oh, shit, really? Yeah, he plays young Casper Dixon. That's in 93. Um, He was also... Shout out to one of our pod's favorite movies. He was an attendant in Norbit in 2007. <laughs> you still haven't seen Norbit, have you? Orbit, no, I don't think so. <sighs> You're missing out, man. It's where Eddie, Dude, what? Eddie Murphy is the uh, in the fat suit as a big fat black lady, Respucia. How oh, you doing? God, yeah. I don't, yeah, okay. No, now, now I'm remembering what you're talking about. Yeah, okay. How fuck. you doing? Yeah, Norbit. <laughs> Oh, that, that's right. Yeah, okay. Now I, I thought you said Orbit for a minute. I'm like, a fucking space film? <laughs> that's probably how they came up with it. She's so fat, she got an Orbit. Oh, wait, no. His name is Norbit in the movie. Never mind. Oh, dude. Come on, bro. It's one of those so bad it's good kind of things. Um, I feel it. <laughs> and apparently, I swear, I read something for this podcast or something or saw an interview of someone saying... Because Charlie Murphy helped write on it, and it was supposed to be like a rated R, like super, like crazy movie. Norbit, like in uh-huh. terms of like so much more offensive, but like it all got like scrapped by the uh, like studio. Yeah. They made him dial it all back. Mm-hmm. Random thought, but um, I mean, acting wise, not much. Like I said, he's got those couple yeah. direct-to-video horror movies. He's in like recently. He's in Chicago Fire for a couple episodes. Um, this movie called Lying and Stealing in 2019. Uh, here's one for you, for the jits out there. He was in <laughs> Fred the Movie in 2010 as car wash clerk number one and Fred 2, Night of the Living Fred, as a dishwasher. John Cena's in that too. Uh, I know, John Cena's in both of them, I'm pretty sure. So you do know who that is? 
Fred? You probably loved him, bro. You said, how old were you in 2011, 2010? Like 10 or 11? That's fucking 10, dude. Dude, you know literally you by did. the time Fred got his own fucking movie, I genuinely thought he already died. Like, he just, like, crawled in a little shack and just died. I Like, Fred, to me, I did not like. Fred was a character. Was obnoxious. I was way only, too old. No me. offense, but only, like, women of 2010. Like, 10-year-old <laughs> girls like Fred. You just, Talk about the that game was changing. Huh? Talk about the game changing. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, no, for real. I Dude, I feel like that. Like... I imagine being in Leprechaun's fucking boots when you see Fred roll up in his fucking just just this whole new style to the game, just changing it forever. I mean, I think that Fred's just plagiarizing Leprechaun. He's taken away. He's taking the high voice. He's making very you know racially charged allegations towards Leprechaun. He's just fucking. He's green facing. <laughs> it's uh, funny what could pass for like content on youtube back then like to get millions of views well dude 2010 youtube yeah it was like nothing no offense now you have to be like legitimately talented for the most part yeah well i mean no you had like old channels though like smosh and stuff like that that came out during that era and like tobuscus pewdiepie didn't show up until like 2011 i think or 2010 i forgot i I watched his black ops gameplay videos and then he played like black he was dropping the (laughs) n-word Oh no, that, that no, that's way before his golden year, dude. <laughs> no, when he that like when he when he when he dropped the N word, he became everyone's favorite YouTuber. <laughs> I mean, as it should, dude. That I mean, that guy knows how to drop some funnies. Hey, if only Fred would have got the memo. If only Fred said the N word. If he said the N word like in Fred the movie, like the hard <laughs> R, I I think I would have rolled. I think I would have liked that movie. How I mean, wild like, would that be? <laughs> Like wow, he's really pushing the boundaries. His fucking voice too. It'd be it'd yeah. be perfect if Fred said the word. Like, uh, it sucks now that he's retired and he's no longer holding the mantle as Fred. Um, it's crazy caught- too, dude. Because I looked in his mm-hmm. bio, I'm sure it's super old, but like it was probably written during the time when he was still huge, like probably after 2011. Yeah, and his bio says mm-hmm. like it's like trivia about him, and one of them was like made over fourteen thousand dollars on one video on his YouTube, like, as, like, a bragging thing, but it's, like, it's crazy. I'm just, like, I don't even think that's something to brag about nowadays. Like, if you're big on YouTube, you're making way more than that. Yeah, well, I mean, shit, dude. I That all, dude, that all just depends on, you know, who you get licensed by and sponsored and shit now. Our podcast is making more than that one episode, dude. Oh. Yeah, I mean, bro, you're talking baby numbers. Five digits for one fucking video. Dude, get the fuck out of here. Talk to us when you got a seven-digit deposit of fucking one episode a week, dude. Get the fuck out of here. Exactly, dude. Fred. I don't want to stunt on him. Well, it looks like nah, that... Bro, he started it, though. He started it. Taken I'm, from I'm glad you knew who shit, that was, because like, when I saw Fred, I'm like, wait, what? I was like, wait, this guy... Like, I was too old by then, but I was like, I have a vague remembrance of like, oh, yeah, that was a thing back then. So I'm glad you remember. It's funny, yeah, dude. It's funny, like how 2008 suicide was so funny. <laughs> like seriously, he would talk about like jumping in bleach baths and like Wait, lighting a match in like a fucking gasoline filled room, just really crazy shit. He's like, "I'm gonna die. I'm gonna kill myself. This is real. I'm not joking. Help me, somebody." Did he really? And, like, or in every best- video, he would end off like holding a revolver with a single <laughs> bullet and spinning the chamber and just putting it to his head, and like the video would cut. But like, I guess you could be able to tell he's he, you know, he won since he would upload like next week. But every week he would do that. After every video, he just he take a revolver, spin it, and as soon as he clicked the trigger, just cut the black. The video would end. 
you're messing with me. And right? he gets fourteen thousand dollars. No, that's how it is, dude. That's how that's how Fred used to make a living back then. Damn. Now he can just now chill in his him. mansion, be as gay as he wants, and just he's having the time of his life, dude. I was trying to find the exact fact, but also, um, I see that like the world completely like. I don't know, like, did not accept this movie because I don't care how many fans you have. They each oh, have... Fred the movie? Yeah. The first one oh, has dude. two stars. The second one has 2.4 stars on IMDb. That's it, terrible. It's like one of those things, dude, where, like... And, I mean, I'll be real. Fred was definitely a pioneer for his time on YouTube. Uh, But there's clearly just a fucking difference of... I don't I don't know how to say this into like legible words, dude. But basically, he was like a a relic of his time. And if you make a big movie about it and like cater to children, dude, like kids in 2010, like literally ten year olds in my in my era back then, we were <laughs> we were hyping ourselves up for Real Steel to come out next year. Well, here's the thing: I knew it was a yeah. low number. That's why I had to relook it up mm-hmm. as trivia. JKL Productions, the video making trio of his two cousins, him and him, made a grand total of fourteen thousand dollars from their videos and merchandising during one year. <laughs> fourteen like grand a year, like eight or something, like that's below the minimum wage. <laughs> I don't know. It's still on there because I know it's been updated recently because it says as of twenty twenty, he runs a YouTube channel titled Lucas where he reacts yeah. to old Fred videos and does a variety of other videos, many featuring his brother Jacob. He's back, baby! He's been back for a while, yeah. But here's why we say, as House of, or House of a Thousand Horrors, well, I forgot her name, we hate Fred. Here's his other trivia right above that. So this means it's the most recent bef- besides that last stat. Doesn't like horror movies. Fuck you, Fred. We're done with you. Truly. Truly. Fuck him. Hate and he him. thinks he can get away with taking a lot of shit from Leprechaun. All right, dude. Hate All right, him. man. Hate him. I can't believe we wasted Goodbye. so much time on him. See ya. Canceled. Now, you did mention Lee Armstrong as Lee. Um, Armstrong. She has been in almost the closest to nothing, you could say, especially for any lead I think we've ever done in House of a Thousand Horrors. Yeah, I mean, Magic Island, right? Wasn't yeah, which I think I remember that from my childhood. Okay. I think I had that VHS. It's in 95. Yeah, no, like Magic Island for me was so weird cuz like just from the name I I really thought it was like a full-fledged like Disney movie. Yeah, it's like a knockoff Disney kind of. Yeah, and I like I remember and it wasn't even it wasn't that bad really. I just it was one of those movies you'd like watch at your grandparents' house when like everyone's out and like I watched it on VHS cuz uh obviously in my grandparents' household they had like a VHS player with so many like Looney Tunes, like VHSs and shit, which was dope. But then we put on Magic Island because I thought it was like a Disney movie. And like, here, here's a hot take, Jordan. I wasn't really a big fan of Disney movies growing up. I don't think I was massive. I mean, I definitely remember watching them, like especially oh, very yeah. young, I mean, like Lion King and stuff. Yeah, like yeah, like Lion King. Uh, this is technically Pixar, but like Finding Nemo, Toy Story, like those movies I fucked with. Right. You know, they 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 were fucking spitting for their time. Bro, but like, here's a hot take that'll probably lose us some fans. If you're go ahead, dude, over the age of, I mean, I could go real young, but we'll say if you're over the age of twenty at this current time, and you're at like a Disney like fanboy or fangirl, 
Stop listening to the podcast. We're done with you, too. All right, bro. I got to go. <laughs> go with Fred. You're gone. See ya. I got to go meet up with Fred, uh, <laughs> Lucas. See You're ya. gone. You and Fred, have a good time, man. <laughs> go react to some old videos you did. I mean, bro. I mean, Disney, it's so weird. They. It's just the weird obsession shit, dude. Well, what do you, yeah, what do, you, what do you mean by that? I'm actually curious. You don't know those people? They have like, they're just like obsessed with Disney. Like anything Disney that comes out, they have like, they happen to just buy a lot of like Disney clothing and stuff. And like, yeah, they're like yeah, obsessed yeah. with Okay. No, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Like just uh, because it's like, like to me, it's just kind of like a dumb, dumb thing. It's like, here's this, and it's more so because Disney is such a massive like corporate monster at this point. Like, they own yeah. everything that it's like you're just sucking off Disney, sucking off old Mousy. Like anything they spew at you, you're like it's not like good old Mick. There's some good interesting stories maybe. There's some good writing in some of those, especially for kids movies back then like Lion King and stuff, but to be just so like whatever Disney shits out, I'll eat it happily, master. Like anything <laughs> Disney's fucking awesome. Like no, most of it's just generic garbage. They're just shoveling down your shit throat. <laughs> I mean, dude, <laughs> I'll, I'll play. I'll play, the, I'll play the middleman here, and I'll, I'll be like, dude, like everyone who can have their own up thing. For, Don't dude. get me wrong, like, bro. I mean, I, I, no. I fucking watch two D artificial life talk to each other on a fucking cartoon reel, and I build fake robot figurines. What's the two D game out of my fucking mind? But hey, dude, if someone wants to jack off a mouse that's literally over like a hundred years old. Well, you like the old Disney. You love like that Hitler Walt Disney shit, right? Oh fuck yeah! Well, that's when he was good, yeah. And then he got that all vintage. fucking PC and shit. <laughs> then he then he became fucking lame, dude. He became a lefty. Yeah, for <laughs> he became some liberal trash. <laughs> I, I miss him back in his prime, dude. Back when he was spitting facts. It was him. Henry Ford. I say spit a lot. This this episode I've Hitler. been spitting. I need to start regurgitating. Bro, but, I need to start vomiting. But you are spitting facts. Dude, I, I you know what? I want to stop spitting. I'm getting dehydrated, dude. I want to start pissing some facts out. Wow. That's when you know you're really going. Man, I'm pissing some facts. yellow fucking smegma piss right on my <laughs> dick hole, dude. Let's get real here. <laughs> Let's get real grun- grungy over here, dude. Wow. Disney was better back when they were a Nazi. I'm just saying. Bro, I'm going to really... I'm gonna really hit you with a good one too. John Demita plays as Fazio, the magician. Yeah, yeah. So he was he was in, a Nazi. Uh, no, not that we know of. I'm not. I'm not ruling it out. I'm not saying no. I'm not saying yes. But he will be at the meeting on Thursday. So okay, good. Uh, he was in an episode of The Twilight Zone in 1985 in a segment called Kentucky Rye. He's in an episode of 21 Jump Street. He's in an episode of Shout Out Freddy's Nightmares in 1988. The Nightmare on Elm Street TV series that I have all the tapes to, but still haven't watched. Um, he plays in the series Judy Miller, Come On Down, where he plays as Tom. Now, he also is the star of Final Fantasy Legend of the Crystals, the TV miniseries in 1994. Yeah. I'm looking at this dude's fucking. Don't even look right now, bro. Dude. Let me. Fine. You know what? I'm blowing past you. You want your video <laughs> game facts, dude? Here you go, man. You want you want this shit? This dude voiced Baldur's Gate 2, Shadows of Om in 2002. He's in Final Fantasy X, Dynasty Warriors 4, Final Fantasy X2. You just X fucking 2. call Final Fantasy 10 Final Fantasy X? 
Sure. Yeah. yeah. Dude, oh my god. You could call ugly. it that. You could call it Jason X. You can No, but that X is like a play on like futuristic. It's Final Fantasy X, dude. Roman no. numerals. Yeah, you can call it X. <laughs> Fucking Final Fantasy X, dude. Fake ass fan. So what dude. do you, you call Final Faft? <laughs> You fucking faffed, Jordan. All right, you got Acting me on like that like you're one. doing this for me, man. You got me on that God. One. You you spit right there. You pissed. I fucking pissed. Dude. <laughs> yeah, I pissed all over that. Pissing fucking yellow okay. facts, dude. If you're so smart, dude, what what do you call Final Fantasy Ten Two? What? Yeah, fi- what do you what do you mean? Yeah, Final Fantasy Two. It's the second part of Ten. No, it's Final Fantasy X Two. Would be the short way to say it. You just say Final Fantasy X Part Two. Wow! Look at all those words you had to use. I'm all about economy of words. Final Fantasy the X economy of words. You fucking efficient. Fucking conservative, <laughs> <laughs> radical rightist fuck. You got God Dynasty Warriors Four. Final Fantasy X Two. Oh no! Not fucking <laughs> Dynasty Warriors IV. Nope. This one is a number four. There's no Roman numerals. Di- um. Dynasty Tactics 2, <laughs> Dynasty Warriors 4, Extreme Legends, Naruto, Ultimate Ninja 2. Oh my god. Dynasty no, Warriors 4. You did not 4. just say that unironically. You did not just say that. Say that again. Al- Naruto, Ultimate Ninja 2. <sighs> <laughs> or is it Naruto? <laughs> Dude. Fucking Naruto. How do you say it, weeaboo boy? Naruto. Naruto. Say it like a human being. Naruto. That's it's not, not how you say Naruto. it in God, you, you sound like, every, Jordan, Get you out sound of my like country, every dude. fucking white family being like, honey, you like Naruto? Naruto? You like that Susuki? Or, uh, I've, I've literally know, never heard anyone say, say it. Either. I know it's, it's not a, even like... <laughs> bro, I didn't realize this anime shit would get you so rock hard. Like, I knew... Dude, yeah, but like if I if I mispronounce like Finn like Wolfheart's name or like any kind of like person's name, like imagine if I said Nightmare on Elm Street. No, like you're talking about a Japanese translated to English word, dude. But it's, it's literally it in, in English for you. Just pronounce it right. You sound British. Naruto is how it's spelled. Naruto. <sighs> Naruto. That's such a slight deviation Naruto. of what you I'm saying. You can't even say Naruto. 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 It's just Naruto. You could even put no, a fucking oh, curl Oh, you're doing it. You're doing the. <laughs> you're doing the thing, dude. You're, the thing. Uh. Do, do that again. Japanese culture. Exactly. And I'm glad I put this in my notes. He's the OG <laughs> weeaboo. I'm talking about this guy. He found his niche in these English ap- ap- English adaptations. And I knew, <laughs> I put this in my notes, that Riley's going to yeah. love this OG That's weeaboo shit. Yeah, because I'll be real. I'm, I'm looking at this dude's fucking like, page. He's got a shit ton of like yeah. anime movies. He's got Mobile Twilight Suit of the Dark Gundam, Master. Thunderbolt. He's got fucking Pet Shop of Horrors, Biohunter, Dragon Slayer, the fucking show. It's got fucking Ninja Scroll. Ninja Scroll is fucking crazy, Jordan. I think you'd actually like Ninja Scroll. It's pretty dope. You like Final Final Fan Final Fantasy? Fantasy. <laughs> Just start, yeah. Naruto <laughs> Kingsglaive. Are you gonna talk about that movie that came out in 2016? What about Naruto Shippuden? Shippuden. <laughs> That's Naruto Shippuden. Who pooped? I mean, pooped in my I mean ironically enough, though, it could be Kurnow. You know, say Jordan, it again, he didn't even dude. Fucking say he was in Mobile Suit Gundam. I was literally trying to say that over you. <laughs> Mobile Suit Gundam, oh, yeah. Iron Blooded Orphans, and Mobile Suit Gundam Thunderbolt December Sky. Yeah, and I haven't even and watched uh... Baruto. 
Naruto Next Generation. Oh my fucking god. I don't even like Boruto. You said Baruto? Are you even reading, dude? Are you reading this list? I'm reading exactly how it's spelled. Speak English or get the fuck out of my country, dude. For real, dude. You need to get the fuck out. You can't speak English. What about Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm? Wait, I'm not, dude. Hang on a minute. Actually, hold on a second. Hold on a second. It's better than me doing a Japanese accent and being like real offensive. Yeah, you don't even need to do an accent. Just say it how it is. Naruto. It's not like fucking no. Naruto. Say it how you said it, dude. Naruto. No, say it how you said it. After yeah, Naruto. That. <laughs> exactly, dude. Yeah, is that so hard, Naruto? Do you say it like you get all like you you get all like uh? I don't oh know yeah, oh, go ahead, dude. Say uh, it. You're welcome. Uh, Eggshells uh, right Naruto? now. Naruto. What, what do I sound like? Do you try to? You try to be yep. real authentic and like just cringe everyone out. You go, oh, and Naruto? How, Dude, I, me saying this... Naruto is way less cringy than you being Naruto. Why are you rolling the R's? They don't roll R's in Japanese. You should have been in Hiroshima, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> you should have fucking been in Hiroshima. They don't roll their R's. They don't know what the Do fuck. they? I only roll my R's in the South, brother. I'm pretty sure I've never heard a Japanese person rolling their R's when they say stuff. Like they're Spanish. <laughs> Why do you say Naruto? Naruto. No, you don't. It's not like rolling your R. It's just you. Bro, it's okay. It's say how you just said it. You rolled your R. You said Naruto. No, I'm not doing Naruto. It's fucking Naruto. <laughs> it's just you with the R and the U. You just go along with it. Look it's just like that's how they fucking say it sometimes. You gatekeeping weeaboos, man. This is what you guys do. Gatekeeping weeaboos, dude. I cannot believe. Good. And I mean, I'll be real. I'll I don't want to go to your Naruto convention. I like you saying Naruto instead of Naruto. I, I don't know why, dude. And like, I, I think it's only me and a handful of people, but it is genuinely like aggravating when I hear people say Naruto. Bro, I'm not a fan of it, though, so I can say that. And you're <laughs> a fucking stan, dude. The way you're defending a it. Stan. I hate when I'm people say it like stan. that. I'm not a dude. That so is There's slanderous. obviously something that here. Is slanderous. I obviously just uncovered something because there's obviously a debate about it. If you were like, if that many people say it that way, and you're like pissed that I'm not saying it, Naruto. <laughs> but you, you can though. You have the ability to. Naruto, dude. That's what, you know. That's good. That that no, I can handle that. Naruto, Naruto. Yeah, that's fine. Naruto is what I fucking hate. Wow, bro. I that's really so, uncovered something here, man. Dude, you know like how Look at you dude, everyone's got up that, like, you're about like, to come punch me through the screen, dude. I've never seen you this mad. Dude, dude, I've never seen you this twerked up. Dude, I mean, well, we're talking about Leprechaun 3 here. Granted, this tangent is fucking gone AWOL, but like, I'm passionate about Leprechaun 3, but I'm also very passionate about the pronunciation of fucking Naruto, and when people butcher that, I just, I go crazy, dude. I just want to let it be known. I want to, I want to clear the air here. I just want to be crystal with you. I want to be a buck 50, Jordan. Did I mention the last Naruto the movie? You did not, but now you did. Dragon Ball Super, Naruto Next Generations. Oh, that's Baruto. <laughs> He's in all of that. Um, every video game, Hearthstone, Heroes of Warcraft. Hearthstone? Did you say Hearthstone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, dude. What now? It's it's Hearth. Is it really? Yeah, it's Hearth. Yeah. See, I've seen fire. all these, but I've huh? never. I've seen all these, but I've never like. Mm. Heard them you've out never loud. Said it, you've never spoken their name no. aloud before. Like I know they're big things. I just haven't. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I don't play Hearthstone, so I, I. I'll be real. The only way I know how to pronounce Hearth is from the fucking Skyrim DLC. Correct me one more motherfucker in time, dude. Well, fuck up one more time, and I will <laughs> gladly even. How about One Punch Man, a hero nobody knows? That's from 2020. Yeah. 
All right, let me. There are a bunch of Final Fantasies. Final Fantasy XV. Yeah, yeah I didn't <laughs> realize kidding. fucking John Demita. He's like crazy into like the voice acting gig. Yes. I had no idea. Arguably one of the biggest, if not the biggest, after Warwick Davis because of the sheer amount of shit he's done. Now we'll say a lot of that stuff though. He's like not necessarily given a name. Like in yeah. the like he's not like a main character in a lot of those things, but he's at least yeah he's not like a well known voice actor. I was surprised because I I never heard of his name, but holy shit, yeah, just seeing like the amount of shit he's been in. How he's about definitely? Can I get out of your weeaboo shit and talk about he play he does a uh, Chief Tom Kelly in the Friday the Thirteenth video game? And oh really? Does he? Yeah, and I don't know how, but <laughs> he plays as a voice performer in the Rob Zombie Halloween. And there's your double crossover. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, I saw that. I was fucking bugged out of that. I have no idea. We always got to try to find the Rob Zombie reference, and I always got to have a Halloween reference. I knocked both those out in one. Fucking solid, dude. All right, we got to move on from him before you fucking. Yeah, before I blow up. Well, hang on, hang on. You didn't even notice like one of his biggest credentials of his entire fucking career. Is it Tekka Man Blade Two? Nope. Wairuto Seven. I don't know. I have all these written down. I don't know what any of them are. Infamous. Well, infamous? Yeah. The 2009 like game? the game? Yeah. Oh, like PS3 Infamous. Yeah, dude. I don't know. Who does he play in Infamous? I don't know. I didn't write down his character. <laughs> oh, shit. No, I was going to say. Well, any, anyways, dude. Fucking Happy Feet 2. Oh, I did see that. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Which bro. is actually legit because that's like, uh, that's like a big movie. It is. I mean, shit, I loved Happy Feet 1. I never got to see uh, Happy Feet 2, however, so that was an opportunity missed on my part. Naruto. And now, how about Caroline Thank Williams as Loretta? Dude, you got my fuck. You got the blood pumping straight down south, bro. I even bowed when I did it. Uh, Naruto. And I bowed. <laughs> Naruto. And just for people who can't see, my nose did touch my feet with that bow out of massive respect. <laughs> okay, dude. <laughs> That's okay. how much respect. And then Naruto. Um, <laughs> Caroline Williams is, <laughs> she's another big one she plays as Loretta which is like the oh Caroline Williams yeah M- probably the most horror clout she's the main girl in Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 as uh, Stretch the radio chick uh, Stepfather 2 make room for daddy <laughs> 1989 <laughs> I love the Stepfather movies um oh. She's an uncredited reporter in Leatherface, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3 movie from 1990. Her biggest credit is probably as Jenny Burns in Days of Thunder, but uh, she's also in Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 in 2009 as Dr. Maple. She's in Hatchet 3 as Amanda, which we had talked about doing the Hatchet series at some point. Yeah, Um, I I was going to say, I I saw that she was credited for Hatchet 3, yet, I mean, I, I know nothing of Hatchet. So I didn't even want to click on it because I don't even know what the killer looks like or anything. Ooh, nice. so I kind of I I really kind of want to keep that like super yeah keep that secretive because I yeah I have no like recollection or any kind of like concept of what it is. Well, she's also in Tales of Halloween from 2015, um, Sharknado Four: The Fourth Awakens. <laughs> um, she plays as you'll like this one Nazi mother in Slayer Ooh. Pride and Prejudice music video, which she. I guess they she's played a Nazi mother in two Slayer videos. <laughs> I was about to say she's played as a Nazi mother in quite a few films <laughs> yeah. actually. It's actually the only role she accepts. 
It's crazy. Um, so I was wondering where uh, our vice principal was for our meetings. She's got some newer movies that all look like low budget but kind of funny, like horror movies. She's in Psycho Granny from 2019. <laughs> uh, Blood Feast 2016. I had no idea. I, I swear, every time we do an episode, I found out about a new remake I didn't know about. Yeah, what is Blood Feast? Well, the original is like yeah. uh, Herschel Gordon Lewis, like, classic like one of the first horror movies basically like super low budget i think it was even shot in florida mm. actually that's oh, a whole sure. another rabbit hole but like why they would remake that i have no idea <laughs> um and then these other like this fright fest horror movie called blind 2019 one called green light and also contrary to the nazi mother she's in a horror movie called hanukkah in 2019 <laughs> the tagline of that is a terrifying new tale of horror. Dude, what? I, we have to fucking check that out in Seriously. December. Um, and then she plays as Amy Marlowe in 10 Minutes to Midnight, which is a 2020 horror movie, like a vampire movie. But yeah, she's got Damn, okay. the most clout, I think, out of all of them, horror-wise. Um, the only other person I wanted to talk about was just Marcelo Tuber as Gupta. The pawn guy? <laughs> oh, the uh, pawn shop owner? Yeah, because that was one of the first things yeah. I want to look up. I'm like, this dude is not Indian. Yeah. Um, in the Spanish. Yeah, he's Argentinian. I'm like, that's so ridiculous. He looks so Spanish. Yeah, I was so confused by the accent he was giving because it really did not sound Indian. Like, at some points when he'd scream or, like, be fighting. He didn't look Indian. That's <laughs> all like this. Yeah, wow. I know, right? That early 90s, like. Actually, I feel like it's been like that till probably very recently. Like, yeah, oh, you're brown. Yeah, you'll work. You're going to be Gupta. I mean, he wasn't over the hedge, though, dude. I don't know what that is. You don't know what over the hedge is? No. The 2006 classic family comedy? I don't. He's been on uh, he was an episode of Prison Break, though. I know that. And Justice League, Gods and Monsters. Oh shit! Oh, he was in fucking Helsing Ultimate. <laughs> Diablo three. What's Helsing Who, Ultimate? Who's he? Who's he in Diablo three? Just a voice. Oh okay. Damn! What the fuck? Oh, oh my god! Some more anime shit. More anime uh, shit. We're back on it, dude. Bioshock two. Wow, this is the biggest video game. This is the biggest fucking video. Yo, this might be the best episode ever for me, dude. I'm having a blast. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm glad That's we did crazy, this. Though. Gosh, she's got a crazy long IMDb too. Oh my god, wait, he was in Star Trek the Next Generation? He's been in like everything. Holy fuck, yeah. Oh, Vampire Alpha and Omega, one of your favorite movies of all time. Seriously? What the fuck, dude? Yeah, so surprisingly he's like this definitely has much bigger like I wouldn't say bigger yeah. in terms of uh I don't know. I mean, these people, they're they are out here dickballing, seriously, all of them. <laughs> That's crazy. Age of Empires 3. You got three. fucking John Gattins being a crazy good writer. You have Lee Armstrong in Magic Island. You got Caroline Williams in about almost a lot of fucking horror movies, even still today. She's still kicking. She got fucking John Medi- or sorry, John Demita literally voice acting every single anime character for English adaptation. So the really weird thing about that Lee Armstrong too is that she 
It says she literally quit acting after this film. That's why she doesn't have a single credit. And really? there's that line where Mitch tells her character Tammy that she's fired and will never get a job in show business again. That she never acted again after this movie. So weird. Well, it's weird. And she though. wasn't I bad. She was in Suicide for Beginners. I mean, considering what we're dealing with in the second one's main girl, I mean, she was not bad at all. Oh, yeah. No, definitely not. I mean, she seemed like she had experience, too. Yeah, she did. I think she was definitely one of the best. Not that there's that many people in this. Yeah, true. I mean, really, all the people we talked about were essentially the main cast. Even though the movies can't be, um, none of the actors are bad, though. Not like the second one. Yeah, no, I mean, it's got its charm back from the first one, to be honest with you. I, I like that little play on words there. Yeah, you know the charm. We're just we're just lucky. Um, let's see. Let's you ready to talk about these ashes to ashes? Let's talk about them, man. A ring around the rosy, a bucket full of posy. Ashes, ashes, we all fall down. <laughs> One of these days, it won't take us an hour for the first thing. Yeah, for real. But guys, I mean. I'm having a blast, so that that's what's really important about this episode, that I'm happy. It's really just, if I even mention a video game, I know that's kind of a little bit we do, but man, you get so taken away I, with them. Dude, <laughs> I am, like, I mean, if, if you guys see me, I'm hooked up to life support. I, I'm basically glued on screen all day, every day, gaming out of my mind. <laughs> One day I'm going to surpass Ninja. One day, guys. And Naruto. Naruto. And Naruto to that, my friend. I'm going to fuck, uh, dude, I'm, listen. Jordan, you won't get this, but for all the real ones out there, I'm a one pump his ass, crank a fat ninety, and then dab him up. Wow, done. <laughs> Pussy slam, Vicroy, number one, me wow. solo. You know where you at? Nobody's gonna get that, right? Everyone's Unless gonna fucking Gen get Z that. Gamer Jordan, are you boy. kidding me, dude? All the real ones out there, seriously, all the real ones, give us a five star rating and be like Riley's right. We have me, just your normal, everyday guy, goes to work, you know. Makes a living, puts food on the table, and then we got Gen Z Gamer Boy. So we're really covering the the whole spectrum of people here. Yeah, we re- we really got Beta, and then we have Alpha right here. Yeah, <laughs> I can see that. Can I we mean, talk you're about just, this? You're just upset because I, I just succeeded in the Sigma male grind, so you're still working on it, though. I appreciate your grind. Yeah, stop sending me memes about how I have to work. <laughs> you have to game. That's th- just how it is, dude. What about this opening here? Jordan, I was just about to ask you the same thing. I, It's so weird, too, because the opening in the last movie was just so, like, right, dude, just right off the gate. It fucking threw away Everything. what I thought really does actually make Leprechaun an interesting uh, killer or, like, uh, scare is that he really only fucks with people that fuck with him. Yeah, but we kind of went back on that. Well, we're, we're not counting the second one anymore, right, lore-wise? Yeah, well, yeah, that I'm going to say right now, dude. Second one, not canon. Okay, so we're picking up after the first one in the sense of lore. Yeah, we're going to pick up after the first one where... Uh, well, you know what? Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I guess we can do that. Uh, we'll, we'll just say by happenstance he came back, but he... Be, well, here's the thing. Although this isn't directly canon, Jordan, uh, that one fucking dude that came in all battered up and shit that looked like fucking... Uh, Oh, I was about to drop another video game reference, but I think we're off that bit. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead, man. Well, 
like literally Venom Snake from MGS Five, the Phantom Pain. Exactly up. what I was thinking. Yeah. Oh, f- see, you're a real one, Jordan. You know that. You love that game. Actually, it's one of your favorite Metal Gear Solid games. Uh, Naruto. Naruto. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, Naruto made that game, right? That's just that, but, uh, that means yes. It means no. It means everything. Uh, it's yeah. It's it's quite a multiversal uh, or a multi-utility word. Sure. So regardless, <laughs> yeah. Uh, moving on. Uh, forgetting that that ever fucking happened. Uh, you know, Venom Snake rolls in, drops off Leprechaun. He's like, "Dude, take it. Give me." Oh, the hook hand guy. What's up? The hook handed guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Venom Snake. Like, Who are you talking about? Oh, okay. Yeah, you know him. Yeah, from your favorite game. Yeah. Yeah. Continue. So, regardless, yeah, uh, Jordan, stop asking silly fucking questions, dude. Uh, I get we just kind of get started too, where Leprechaun's already been thwarted, and then unbeknownst to his own hubris, uh, what what's his name? Go Gupta. Gupta's his name in yeah. the movie. Yeah, Gupta takes off the <laughs> the the party city amulet off the statue, <laughs> and out comes Warwick Davis. I like how he isn't blown away though when he turns back around. He's just completely like, "Wow, this gold!" He's not gold. Like, he isn't blown away that an actual statue, <laughs> statue was right gone. there. Yeah, doesn't even he's think like, about. Eh. This guy's got leprechaun somewhere in his lineage. The way he's obsessed about that gold. Maybe I don't. He's licking his lips over that gold, dude. Clearly, yeah, he's got a little bit of that green in his blood. This a picks, bit of that Irish pride. This goes right back from the first one in terms of lore because we get references to OG Leprechaun right out the gates. He's back. He's biting. Oh, yeah. Mike Tyson's Taking off ears and shit. He's racist. Does the, <laughs> tells all, a, all the good qualities that made Leprechaun 1 are back, baby. I like He's it. back and he's fucking greener than ever. He bites him and literally says, I like Indian food. I like Indian food. It's spicy. It's spicy. <laughs> back to the lore, baby. What a breath Back of fresh the, air. Yeah, I, I kind of love that uh, that consistent canon of uh, he is just kind of racist, but <laughs> in, a, in a lovable way, you know? Uh, everyone knows one lovable racist. He's like, uh, I'm equally racist. Um, he eats everyone equally. What about he uh, mentions the uh, guy's shoes, too, right out the gates? We're going back to the lore. He is a sneakerhead. Yeah, no, for real. <laughs> sneakerhead, racist. He loves them kicks. Loves them kicks, dude. And like... Uh, I'm trying to remember fully because then he starts beating the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> multiple times throughout him this to movie. It's so, club. He doesn't beat him to death though. That's why it's so funny. Yeah, no, he <laughs> beats, beats him a few times, up. leaves him, comes back like two more well, times. It's that amulet, dude. That's his fucking kryptonite. Oh, that's true. So he scares him but, off, and he goes in the storage shed he's, behind the store. He's also kind of back to being a little fucker too, because the gold was a setup. Like, why did he need to like? He didn't need to set up that gold illusion to trick the guy into like. See, here's the thing, and this is why Leprechaun's kind of, he is a shithead. He's not just protecting it because he's a test, dude. It's a test. No, he's baiting him, dude. No, but that is the test, though. That's to see if you're greedy. See, you say test. I say, I don't know, man. That that is a deep moral quandary. It it no, it really is, dude. Honestly, well, because you know how Jason has this thing. He's like, all right, I'm gonna let, uh, you know teenagers go in the forest have sex if they have sex i'm killing them but if they don't have sex if it's a virgin you're cool dude you're fine you're safe yeah it's more of a moral quandary from the leprechaun perspective too because if you're thinking like is it all right to bait people to kill them (laughs) if they're bad but greed i don't know if that you could say that's bad though 
I mean, it is in the sense, but I mean, not- yeah, and, and Leprechaun himself doesn't take the moral high ground and says what he's doing is right. He calls himself evil. He's a part of the green side, uh, which uh, I still cannot believe after literally 20 years, George Lucas is still not going to admit that he took that from Leprechaun 3. The green side? The, he took well. He's fucking plagiarizing me. The dark side of the force. Yeah, dude, get uh, the yo. Shut up, <laughs> George Lucas. The fucking dark side. Okay, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's show everyone Leprechaun Three and then see who looks like the fucking clown. <laughs> Just saying. We dude. do know that. I mean, these are way after the original Star Wars, though. What do you want about? Uh, nothing. Uh, dude, Star Wars came out in like two thousand like sixteen or something, right? The only good one. <laughs> I can't do that bit anymore. I love Star Wars too much to fuck around with the new trilogy, dude. That that'll fucking kill me. Um, but anyways, yeah. So that that is the question, is it not, Jordan? With his morals, I I think he's in the right. I don't the know. That's sketchy movie. territory because then you could be like, well, I know these like orphans hang out around this street alley, so I put food on my windowsill outside to see if they're gonna take it. But if they are, then they're thieves, and I'm going to shoot them all. I'm going to shoot those orphans, but, those starving but orphans. But check this out, though, Jordan. Uh, Gupta is a businessman and quite successful at that. We don't know. He doesn't need that money. I haven't seen his, his ledger, his business ledger. He might be what? deep in the hole. I haven't seen his business ledger. I don't know how profitable he's running. Bro, That's a I hard mean, job. If he, if he can do, if he buys, sells, and even loans money in Vegas, he's set, dude. He's set. Yeah, but how many of those guys are there? He's probably got four people around him, and four of his neighbors are probably all doing the same thing. But you know what? He ha- he has a stable life, right? You know, homeless orphans don't. He is resilient. Im- <laughs> I'll give him that. See the <laughs> yeah, like like the <laughs> the immoral standard you're setting for Leprechaun is that you think that he's giving Gupta something that he needs to survive. He doesn't need that gold. You don't know. Homeless that. orphans need food. You don't know that, man. You don't know how in the hole he is, how that could literally be how he eats tonight. Bro, I, we've been watching Leprechaun since one, dude. Gupta did nothing wrong. Gupta, I mean, bro, he did do something He's wrong. A he took off that amulet, even though Venom Snake told him explicitly not to. <laughs> that is true. That's why he got tested. Yeah. Because it's greed. He didn't think for even a second. <laughs> he just Yeah, he did not right at up. all. Touched it, took but it off. What kind of dumbass? All right, is the hook-handed man in on it then? Because what kind of dumbass... No, he, he just said, get this the fuck away from me. I want to leave. Don't touch the amulet. But you couldn't have given a little... I the amulet onto the statue. Yeah, that or just give uh, some more context besides, hey, don't touch it. I know it's probably worth a bunch. But uh, yeah, see ya. I know, you're, I know you're a shady loan shark and pawn dealer in the shadiest city in the world. But uh, yeah, see ya. I mean... He got what he fucking deserved, dude. <laughs> I think the Hill Candy Man's in on it. Who is that? Who is that agent of Leprechaun? Dude, I've, <laughs> at first I deadass thought it was uh, the dad in the first one. <laughs> no, that would I, be a good... That would be fucking that silly. That would be lore right there. For real. So, I mean, I don't know, though. Uh, well, I guess the ending ends with uh, that girl's... The main girl, Lee, her car breaking down. And the main guy... What's... Scott picking her up, um, which I do think is funny too. Like, wait, the first one? Like that's the end of the opening. 
Oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I thought you, I thought you were talking about the first one for a minute. I was like, no, the dad comes back and saves the girl, saves Angelina. Jolie. Oh no, I was talking about the ending of this opening. Did you say Angelina Jolie? I almost did. You're right. You did. Uh, I won't even fuck. It. I won't even cheese about it. You yeah, have enough did. off now. I am having a faff. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this girl breaks down in the middle of the Vegas Strip, but decides she needs to hitchhike, even though. She works there, so it's probably walking distance, but also probably knows a lot of people around working easily. Mm-hmm. But, you know, hitchhikes. A- anyways, um, I do think the silliness comes right out of the gates because, like, he's, like, trying to fix the car, asking about the car. He's like, yeah, have you ever blown a rod before? Yeah, immediately I was like, all right, dude, we're going with this kind of comedy. Well, like, all right. There's a lot of that stuff. That That definitely set my expectations to be like, all right, we're just straight goofing from now on. I will now ask you... If this movie's scary when you're ten or now, I feel like for me personally, not. However, I mean, some of the shit Leprechaun does is pretty like scary in concept. I mean, he's an evil fucker in this one. Yeah, no, he is kind of a, a little bit of a dirty bastard, if you will. <laughs> where like, you know, he's just inflating people till death. Oh yeah, like saw literally chainsawing people in half, and then being like, "You did this as a society. You made me cut him in half. <laughs> well, You're the fucking rotten bastards." That is a Joker vibes too. He's got the crowd. It is Joker vibes. I mean, the influences are out of control. The infl- yeah, for real, it's out of this world. How crazily impactful this movie is to the media, and it was on fucking straight to DVD status, straight to VHS. I do think we should. uh Maybe include in our recap of all of them what the scariest ones are. What, where would you put this True. right now? Like, it's definitely more than the second. I think second is the least scariest by far. Uh, although the first one, well, that okay. So that's the thing. I mean, the second one, the second one has like scary concepts in it more so than the first in my opinion the first definitely just has like its charm and like it's not so like not scary but it's just so more like i'm this is a very enjoyable movie to watch that's why i'm not really scared the entire time i just it's like a very uh like appeasing movie to watch yeah the first one's probably is very charming maybe the most yeah like so I, i to be fair in terms of scares, I guess the second one would be like scarier than the first because the first one's just so charming and the second one tries to go into that horror trope. And I guess you see Leprechaun kind of busting out like 100% power moves with like force choke, fan face, and the second one? falling from like... Yeah, the second one has... Well, so he like, wasn't even at full power in the in second one, which is crazy. What's up though, in the second one? Yeah, he, he's saying he was going 100 power. Well, in the beginning... uh. In the past 600 years ago, or sorry, a thousand years ago. Yeah, he was a young man then. He was a young man back then, yeah. I mean, dude, and in the third one, I mean, I guess technically we get some lore to then explain the second one, even though that doesn't really technically matter, but as a leprechaun, you slowly learn your powers over time, so he's definitely a fucking grandmaster. Oh, yeah. Is that a KKK reference? Oh, that's Grand Wizard. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Wow. I got you excited for a minute there, dude. I saw your it's eyes like, bug out right. your head and your ears perk up some, with that one. Something like your video games that I could talk about. Yeah, finally. It's, con- something we can both equally talk about, man. We should probably think about random strangers coming across this. And, like, we're making so many 
joke so many funny bombs that uh, I don't know. But hey, that's for them to determine. <clears throat> that's yeah. I mean, if they're not <laughs> funny, if they're not like us, if they're just unfunny, they'll they'll just think we're you know being real. Yeah, we're we're really highbrow, high art is what we're creating. Yes, uh, we truly only deal with racism, goblins, ghouls, leprechauns, any short people, any deformities, <laughs> mental illness. We find that all funny. Uh, just keep going on. Uh, let's talk about the killer because has his build changed at all? His bi- you know. I know you I'll called say him. A, that, uh, he's an illusionist, right? Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah, no, definitely like arcane trickster still. Arcane but definitely trickster, he, he, he uses more power this time around. He's definitely focusing on that. Like, oh yeah, that sorcery rather. You know, he's harnessed. He's busting it. out a lot of cantrips, dude. I'll be real. <laughs> yes. So I think in this build, he's less of a rogue. He's le- he's less of an actual rogue and more so, I guess, uh, sorcerer because he has natural magic. Yeah, I mean the only. Beating, he does beatings with like his staff, but that's about it. Yeah, I was gonna say, dude, that uh, actually thinking about it, uh, the warlock class almost kind of fits a little bit somewhat perfectly to Leprechaun only because that uh, he's a patron to the gold. Warlocks are, uh, yeah, so w- warlocks are basically uh, people, they're, they're spellcasters that make a deal with like an entity. Like it could be like a god, like a, a devil, a demon, uh, any kind of thing. And that's how they get their sorcery. That's how they get their magical powers. And the power is in the gold. The power is in the gold, yeah. So no, definitely I feel like that uh, in Leprechaun 3, it's a little bit more well established that he's kind of like a warlock. Okay. Yeah, he's a little bit more a slave to the gold. Some could say you you could say that you could analyze that in critical text. I mean, I for for instance, I however, Jordan, I I think that uh, he's more of an extension of that gold. He's he's Whoa, truly yes. a manifestation of what gold gives, what it what it you know impregnates the mind with, and that is uh, greed. Ah, uh, yes, there are That's good downright. If you're gonna get downright fucking raw nasty gamer energy, the <laughs> the most messaging you'll get. From this movie is usually the ones tied to greed. Oh yeah. Um, but I would. I think we should save all the kill stuff for. You want to talk about his filthy little hands? Oh, dude, let's get into them until little, little critters. It's got arthritis. Critter feeder though. Ooh, child, you got the arthritis real bad. Your little hands is all knotted up. You need you some good food in your stomach. That's what you need. Now go on and go wash up. Go on. Go on and go wash them filthy little hands. <laughs> and let some of that hot water run down over My kill count was at seven. I saw it listed on IMDb as nine, but really can't trust IMDb too much in those fact sections, so... Yeah, those those filthy little shit mongers. They don't know shit about leprechauns, so I wouldn't trust them for even a second, dude. Here's my seven. We got the Indian man. I would say he just dies from various wounds over time. <laughs> yeah, he slowly <laughs> dies. You got um, Mitch gets shocked by the android titties. You got the two casino mafia goons. I'm going to call those deaths. You beat him with the yeah. cane. I feel like they could take a beating, but I think it's implied. They yeah, did. it was weird because, I mean, Leprechaun, yeah, said, like, oh, I sent him to hell, and it's like... Okay. He did rip out one of their eyes, so that, I mean, that hurts for sure. 
Yeah. Uh, you got that's what the four. You got the casino lady gets blown up mm-hmm. <laughs> until she explodes. You got the uh, worker in the morgue gets a bunch of scissors stuck into him, and then Fazio gets chainsawed. What's kill? Do you, do you count Leprechaun? I am not. You're not. Yeah, I, I mean, we all know that there is a fourth one, but even still, well, Leprechaun never dies. Let's be real. For real, yeah. Well, because they got that one piece of gold, dude. It is funny though, because they, then you go wait. Like usually, in a horror movie, if you really wanted to imply that they were dead, you'd either like Halloween H two O cut off their head or explode them. Because like, well, you can't come back from that. Yeah. But uh, uh-huh. no, he has now. He will be twice. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's do favorite kill and then kill thoughts because I don't want to say yours, vice versa. Yeah. Do you want to go first with your favorite kill? I will go, you know, it kind of conflicted, but just off initial reaction when it happened was Mitch, the casino owner. I was, dude, <laughs> I was going to say the same fucking thing, Jordan. That was a mix between oh like silly, but kind of fucking downright terrifying. <laughs> it's so elaborate, like for almost no reason. Yeah, I mean, I love the fucking commercials and shit. Yes, that's part Leprechaun. of it. That's what I loved about it. And I guess you can totally include that to be part of the kill, definitely. Yeah, there's so many like background bits in this movie, and that's a great one. It's fucking fantastic. I really thought uh, that was like kind of a little bit almost like the peak of the funny in this movie. Yeah, he did like... Definitely just seeing like Warwick Davis uh, play as Leprechaun in like TV commercials and shit, like really... Pulling a Freddy, if anything. Yes, definitely. Very so, Freddy. Yeah, I, I really loved that. And that's because, yeah, he does an evangelical preacher and like a infomercial yes. psychic called Athena yeah, Cosmos. Does, like a, a shaman, a priest, uh, like, is it a newscaster for the first one, I think, or like a television show host? Oh, I'm going to, I don't know if I... It's like the very first one. I just remember the like, preacher. Call now. I remember the preacher and the psychic. But there might have been another yeah, one. Yeah, it might have been like a sales rep or something then. I just wish, you know, when you say peak of, this is like peak of the leprechaun comedy in the series. Not in, oh, I'm, No, I'm saying like for this I movie. know, but I'm saying in terms of like, Uh-oh. Um, there's definitely funny stuff that goes on later and it's really outrageous kind of stuff. But in terms of like what should have probably been the archetype for leprechaun was this kind of stuff. Yeah. Maybe that's because I'm a Freddy stand, but <laughs> no, I mean it, dude. It definitely worked like for this movie, especially. There's a rubric right there. We already know he can do illusions and be other people mm-hmm. too, and like that should be the rubric. But it doesn't really happen again. I don't think, unfortunately, for the entire series that I can think of. There, maybe I'm wrong, but like maybe I wish. <laughs> I'm glad he did the fourth one. The same director though, because you get some more. Yeah, no, absolutely. We get more creativity with the kills. Yeah. And shit like that. Really using what like he's all about. And like I really thought too that every kill, uh all except for the two uh other casino like rival casino guys, were really creative. Oh uh, yeah, I I, that's why I was torn because the casino lady one was amazing. <laughs> yeah, dude, that was just like <laughs> He and it's weird because you see so many of those like in horror movies, like, body explosions and shit, and you get, like, that kind of weird, like, green-gray gunk that comes out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, kind of when uh, Jason got fucking destroyed and Jason... Or was it Jason X that he got jumped by, like, 
special forces and he was just literally blown up by like rocket launchers and like multiple machine guns or was that jason goes to hell that's the opening of jason goes to hell that is the opening of jason yeah. goes to hell? okay oh yeah no now i remember yeah it's just like that almost yeah i mean i liked it too because, well here's the thing another part of that i don't think they they, they kind of go back to you but like this one is more setting up more so than the gold even though it's tied to it it's the wishes is what the big thing is like this the whole, everybody's yeah. like a monkey's paw death exactly like he like Mitch is trying to get laid by like a young girl and then he basically gets what he wants by the girl coming out and then I, the part that was unnecessary was turning into an android because <laughs> like we know he could do illusions but I think that's how they had to set up the shock was that it was an android but it's still- <laughs> oh yeah I mean that I mean because it's kind of playing on because it's funny a lot of the stuff that happens in Leprechaun 3 is kind of taking what Leprechaun 2 tried doing but it just does it way better because you know with like the whole fan kill in 2 yeah but that wasn't like really- he can just dis- I guess huh. that was that wasn't. These are like strictly monkey paws. Like I wish this now the this happens and that's why I die. Oh yeah, well, it's kind of weird. We well, yeah, no, no no actually no I see what you're saying absolutely. Because uh, for a second I was gonna say well the monkey's palm for him already went away but then I'm like oh well, no he does die by that. However yeah so it's like he can cast illusions on objects to be something else entirely. That's why this is really Freddy like too because his whole thing is what's your worst fear now you're gonna basically turn into that or die from that. Yeah they do with this they do what do you wish for okay here you go yeah, what's your biggest want and, like your greedish and you're gonna die from that which I like too because mm, it's dope it's dope. I don't know. I don't think the mafia guys play into that part because they don't get any wishes. But the casino lady definitely because she wants to get like. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, she just she wants to look like, younger. Guess, direct, and then second would be uh, Fazio. Fazio, yeah, with being a better yeah, magician, getting fucking ripped in half. Um, the Indian man just general greed. <laughs> yeah, how did he dies just by getting choked out? Right? Yeah, by like the whole telephone wire. Does he? Yeah, that's how he dies. Like he gets strangled to death. I just put various reasons because he just got so pummeled. Like the <laughs> yeah. opening, he got beat up again with it. He just started beating him with he the got cane, lacerated, punctured. He got uh, uh, something to his eye or something. It was like in the back of the store. I think so. Well, there was the arrow to his arm. Yes, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, like he just got beat up, which is funny too. He just <laughs> constantly. I mean, he, he gave him a good fight, but. Um, I have the poem written down that he says to the casino chick, your boobs are fake, your butt is small, but you're still in for quite a fall. Didn't you hear? Bigger is good, but Jumbo is dear. I'll give your boobs to come out to here. <laughs> just, yeah, when he, when he started spitting, I was like, dude, you're fucked. Good night. Like when Leprechaun actually just starts dropping bars on you, you're like expect death to come real soon. Yeah, you would so silly with it. I love it, though. It's great. It's, like, perfect for the setting and just everything else about it. Yeah. Fucking love it. Because it, it's just that ripe goofiness. I do you like, too, uh, Mitch, Mitch, the uh, casino owner, was, like, Tyler Durdening himself in the elevator. <laughs> He's just chucking himself up against the wall. That whole thing was funny, too. Because mm-hmm. I guess... So here's the thing I was going to ask you, actually. Was... Um, was she 
Leprechaun? Like, was Leprechaun illusioning her? Or was it that he had a wish that, like, she would come up to his room or something like that? It was the wish. It was the wish that, um, yeah, she fell in love with him. The only reason I remember that is because the uh, lady, like, literally said it, like, basically to camera, like, oh, wish. After yeah. he went up there. Like, that's how she like, Yeah, I wish. But then she snaps out of it. But it was funny because she just starts slapping the crap out of him. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> he gets fucking, like, more than nut tapped. Just completely fucking, his nuts are obliterated. Yeah. Hear that crunch, that, that 4K crunch, dude? And I'm going, I'm going over the rest of my uh, kill thoughts. I also got, like, I just had the, the Indian man's greed was, like, to the point of impressive. <laughs> like, he just kept coming. <laughs> he got, uh, my count was he got bitten on his ear, then his toe, mm-hmm. but these were, like, huge chunks. He got, yeah. like, set the arrow on the forearm. He also tried to shoot Leprechaun, who put, like, a finger in the gun. And it sounded like it, oh, yeah. he like blew out his hearing or something. I I thought he like fucked up his like his hand. I thought the gun like backfired on him and blew off some fingers. But oh, I thought he was holding I his ears know. like oh, it was so loud. Well, he taped up his ear because it got like half bitten <laughs> off. Yeah, that too. Uh, but you know, <laughs> just all kinds of fucked up. They had a fun like they started getting along near the end of his life. <laughs> Yeah, a little bit. I, again, dude, that's that's what I find really fucking charming is how, like, honestly, if you just try to, like, level with the dude, I'm pretty sure Leprechaun would just be like, hey, man, yeah, where's my gold? And then you just show him the gold, and he's like, all right, dope, dude. Yeah, but he still completely tricked his ass. Oh, well, and, yeah. But that's oh, the yeah, monkey's no, paw. Well, because the dude was trying to be greedy yeah, still, dude. that's the monkey's paw. He could have just gave it up, but he had to get that gold. Leprechaun's he could have like, been like, bro, I'll give you your gold. Just leave me alone. I'm sorry I touched it. Can you forgive me? And he'll be like, yeah, sure. No problem, lad. Takes it. Done, like, done deal. Then Leprechaun literally doesn't have to kill anybody anymore. Right. It would have been a wrap. He would have saved lives. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for real. But they, they start having a laugh together, man. Leprechaun tells him like his best poem of yeah. the movie about the man with the brass balls. Mm-hmm. That sparks going out of his ass. Can't remember the exact one, but it's so funny. Like Warwick Davis's delivery is so good, fantastic. Um, I did like to. I was a little confused if they were implying the was the Indian Indian pawn star. Was he on like or pre YouTube? Was he on like E Bombs World or something? Looking up those Leprechaun videos, was he supposed to be online? What, what do you What do you mean? Those videos of the leprechaun he found was that it was on his it computer. It was from a hard. It was from a disc. Oh, it was. And it, yeah, it was for. Yeah, it was in a disc in a drawer that he pulled up. Oh, so he just has a video. Like leprechauns, goblins, fairies. Well, you thought he pulled up like a YouTube video or something? I was. I honestly must have missed the disc part because I'm like, well, first I was like, wow, we're in the modern world now. Ninety five. <laughs> we already got internet videos. YouTubers, Fred. That's kind of weird. You would think, though, in 95, he would have had a VHS of it, at least. Like, he had a floppy disk, like, saved of leprechauns. Yeah, because it's a pawn store. It's a, it's a pawn shop, dude. He's got everything. He's got everything. All right. I'll give it to you. I, I, yeah, I give him credit for it. You know, I won't I won't shut on this parade. All right. Good setting. All right, if you say build so. Up. Uh, also, I mean... We do have to talk about Leprechaun being a little rapey again. 
but only because I thought he took over that bit. girl's body, but he didn't. So it's all good. What's up? I thought he had taken over that girl's body. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. I f- I forgot how it went down, but I guess yeah. She just mentions the wish. So it's all good. He wasn't being rapey, unless yeah. Unless you know. So here's what we got to talk about. Then here's the moral conundrum. Hmm. She or Mitch made the wish, right? Mm-hmm. So Leprechaun grants the wish. So what's the approval process? Well, he he doesn't explicitly grant the wish. That's it's what we the don't gold know. that does. Oh, we're putting it on an inanimate object or the power. Yeah, no, yeah. The, the, well, because the power's in the gold. Yeah, but the yeah. what is the power? Some living... It's an entity. So, yeah, sort of. That, yeah, no, to a certain extent. Uh, yeah, a leprechaun is just the extension of the gold. It's like a manifestation of like that gold. And so the gold can be a separate thing altogether because he has no control over the wishes. That's why people want the leprechaun's gold. But however... The gold uh, piece wishes, like the gold shillings wishes, can't harm him. But he also is the gold, so he did grant it. So he is an agent of technically. Evil. Technically, his his gold by property ownership, yes, his gold granted the wish by extension. He did, and that's his. Uh, that's his doing. So I don't know. I don't know what to think about. I mean, in the court, he's not an anti-hero. Court case. He would be innocent, dude. I don't know. It's I I know for a fact, dude. I'll even be his lawyer. It's hurting his anti-hero status. I'll say that. <laughs> I mean, what, what's an anti-hero though without a little bit of grit, Jordan? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. What else? I mean, I think that's it for my kill thoughts. I think we've covered all bases really of the movie. Yeah. For for just talking about the the leprechaun himself. Yeah. I mean, I had some just funny bits written down, like, well, dude. We'll spit them. Well, I do have a, another Rob Zombie reference that the waiter at the casino hears. Uh, what's his name? Scott talking about. He has like a little poem. He says like when right when he's starting to turn, and she's like, "Oh, Metallica, oh, White Zombie." Yeah, yeah. I loved all that humor though. Like he just says <laughs> it was great. Random yeah. poem, and she's like, "Oh, Metallica." Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. I was like, "What was the first band she said again?" Like, no, wait, wait, White Zombie. I have that album. <laughs> like it's so, I thought she's gonna say white album for a minute. That stuff was so silly that I actually really liked it. Yeah, it was great. Again, yeah, like a lot of the comedy kind of sticks with this movie. Are you still going with your favorite? Were you saying is Mitch? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, definitely. So I'm, uh, to go into the effects too. I mean, there's pretty decent ones. I think. Um, the ones that stuck out to me were like the body horror part of like uh. Scott when he's like changing into Leprechaun mm-hmm. and he's got like the stomach pulsing yeah, it's all green and stuff gross ass shit I mean it's definitely uh, I I kind of liked that whole uh, plot device in general just because I thought like alright that's like a goofy turn of events uh, and it was pretty cool foreshadow for if there's two Leprechauns cause like at first you're thinking how the fuck is there ever going to be two leprechauns and shit? Like, well, when, where the fuck is... What a strong choice, but I think it was actually pretty good. I, yeah, it made I the ending... It, fantastic. it made the second half half not drag. Because yeah, you're like, wait, real. what? You got this whole other thing going on now. Mm-hmm. How he's turning into a leprechaun. 
Um, I thought the Fazio chainsaw in half was actually the best looking, like, kill when he's... Yeah, I mean, as much as I love this movie, though, I want to say one thing. If he sawed him in half, why are the entrails, like, still connected on both sides? Well, he didn't get all the way through. Yeah, he did, because he, he opened it. Yeah, but he didn't cut every single part of him. You know, but yeah, you but can still pull them like apart. Connected with... onto the body, I thought they would have spilled out on both sides. Yeah, but I mean, he's you got to think of le- Leprechaun's working with because that's part of the funniness of that scene was that chainsaw was definitely not a full size. It looked like a kid's chainsaw. Oh yeah, definitely, yeah, like a kid's chainsaw. <laughs> it looked like a toy yeah. one, like a plastic one. Because <laughs> I okay. n- no shade to Warwick Davis, but I, I don't know if he could actually heft like a giant chainsaw like over his head and stuff like he was doing. I mean, shit, yeah, I probably couldn't. And I don't want to lose Warwick, so I'm hoping it's fake. Could have been bad. Could have been Alec Baldwin, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. but yeah, don't nitpick the entrails, dude. Come on, man. Yeah, I, yeah, I gotta get, I gotta make this humble somewhere or another, dude. Otherwise, I'm just gonna be sucking this movie's dick all day. There's also some funniness with the special effects of like, well, one, the dummy that gets thrown out the window. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I thought that was great. Oh, my God. It's so obvious that it's almost like tongue-in-cheek. It's so bad. Oh, definitely. Same with when he's flying around on fire. It looks like like a plastic bag. (laughs) fucking deflated balloon. Yes. (laughs) After, though, when his dead corpse, I guess, is on fire at the end. Oh, that's pretty creepy. Yeah, that looked good. All right, Mm, let me give you some tidbits here, young bull. Uh, and Naruto. Uh, Naruto. Warwick Davis said that this is his favorite out of the series because he liked the humor in it. He said, uh, I think it tapped into the potential of bringing a comedic element to it all. And Brian Trenchard Smith, who directed that one, is an incredible director. He manages to get so much out of so little money, and that was what was great about working with him. He really got the humor. And that's for sure. And that's the third yeah, and the great. fourth. Um, I think I don't know if any other ones besides the third and the fourth really get the humor to the point of like I mean we haven't seen the newest one but they really get the point of like he is not trying to have a deeper thing going on or like okay now time to get serious though for real it never yeah, happens yeah. which I love like you can't do that well it makes me worried now because I remember how great uh, Leprechaun in the Hood and Back to the Hood were just growing up, so I wonder if seriously it's going to try to be serious or not. From what I remember, there's a tad bit, but it's overall pretty silly. But there is some seriousness. Okay. But there's a lot of silliness, okay. too. So this is where okay, I, I don't think, I really don't think in this or the fourth one, there's any trying to be serious. Not even a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Then I'm super eager for the fourth one. Nothing heartfelt, nothing like sad. No. No drama. No. Just all leprechaun, all good vibes, dude. Apparently, this movie was filmed in 14 days. Just gets shorter and shorter <laughs> right? the time. The next one's going to be like, it was shot in one day on an iPhone. <laughs> yeah, that's the uh, new one that just came out. Um, as Scott is entering the casino, Warwick Davis can be seen making a cameo without makeup playing a slot machine. Pretty nifty. Huh. Ac- pretty fucking cool, yeah. According to an article on Fangoria magazine... 131 in April of 1994, the movie, so before this was released, the movie was first considered for release in 3D, and by the time the movie began production, the idea was abandoned. 
Probably because of budget. Damn. Yeah. So then you have to do, use like different expensive cameras and stuff. Mm-hmm. There was such a 3D craze, especially for the third one in horror s- series. Oh, They're yeah. all trying to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really, Leprechaun really tries to follow the Jason like rubric of like the 3D mm-hmm. in space, even though it beat him to space. Pretty sure. And they almost tried to do this, that Leprechaun goes to hell like we were talking about. That was what this one was supposed to be. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah, remember? yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, the, This is really pointless, but the check Scott carries around in the casino is signed by Brian Trenchard Smith, the director. Cool. Uh, nice. <laughs> cool. The Leprechaun shillings bear the imprint of Charles III of Spain. Cool, dude. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I was. Oh, you knew who that was? That was on the I thought you were like, yeah, yeah, I knew that. Yeah, dude, of course. And then um, Night of the Demons 2 that we were talking about, which is also directed by mm-hmm. Brian Trenchard-Smith, stars uh, Rod McCary, who can be spotted in the casino as well. He's dressed as a priest as an homage to that film, which is actually pretty oh, cool. Oh, shit, yeah, okay, cool. I was wondering why the fuck there was just a priest there randomly. You find me laughable. Ooh. Yeah. You as a monster. <laughs> you. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I really don't want to be rude, but I had no idea. I mean, how very droll you are. How wonderfully amusing. You find me laughable? Only slightly, dear boy. Only slightly. Okay, so. We could kind of trade off on these, some of these, uh, any kind of plot holes, continuity, before we get to the lore part. Um, I think this is a big one, but not for us because we're not counting Leprechaun 2. But in Leprechaun 2, the Leprechaun is affected by a wrought iron safe, which we had big problems with. But in this movie, he opens the safe with no problem, not affected. So this is the director, our boy Brian Trenchard-Smith going, fuck you, Leprechaun 2. For real. So I appreciate that. Uh, let's see. I mean, this could go with the ending or the lore, but that whole leprechaun getting his gold lit on fire and that like lights him on fire somehow. <laughs> well, I just think destroying the gold by just fucking lighting it on fire was kind of silly. I mean, I love I love this movie. Don't get me wrong, but I kind of thought that was fucking stupid. Yeah, that was really stupid. Like we didn't need something <laughs> deep, but it's like what. That's, I would have preferred like an explosion, like actually put like a fucking grenade or some kind of dynamite in the gold. Oh, I like that. That that I I, I would have appreciated that a little bit more than just like a flamethrower. Yeah, because I mean, talking about lore wise too, that makes it really like, oh, you just light, hit it with some flames and it'll <laughs> completely spontaneously combust. Yeah, I mean. I don't think a I, However, I did love him like getting lit on fire. Like his death <laughs> yeah. in this one was dope. Yeah, me too. But uh yeah, no, I, that was the, that was like the only thing really that kind of pulled me out of the silliness where I'm like, okay, like really Yeah, I don't know, it was dude. so like hmm, like in the moment like, all right, how are we going to kill this fucker? <laughs> uh do you have anything for that? Uh I mean, that was really my only gripe for uh just kind of like in con- like plot holes or any kind of like contrivances with that sense, yeah, yeah. My only trope uh, really was just that the whole monkey's paw thing we talked about, which I liked though. Oh, the trope, yeah. Uh, 
I mean, for tropes, I mean, no, it kind of stays true to just Leprechaun really kind of keeping you on your feet, dude. Never doing something that's been done before. <laughs> Pioneers of their time, even. So, so record. we got to spit some lore here. Piss All some right. lore, some would say. You want to you so, hack up some lore? The bite transforms. No, the blood. The blood. The blood, yeah, remember, because he gets stabbed in the head and the blood leaks onto the wound. And it cauterizes uh, the wound and gets in his bloodstream. Okay, I, I don't mind that then. I mean, yeah, I don't mind it. Yeah. What do you think? Were, were you about to like get ready to do this whole kind of like, well, that's not canon because the fuck Gupta got his fucking yeah. ear bit and he didn't turn into a leopard. That was my only yeah. thing was like, well, if the bite transforms him, why didn't it transform the Gupta? But that's fine. Yeah, I actually don't mind that. Yeah. No, I thought it was pretty dope. Uh, at first, I thought it was going to make him like a super leprechaun. Like, he was not going to look as ugly, but he was going to get the powers of a leprechaun so he could smell gold and, like, use telekinesis and make people explode. Well, he's not full, so that's cool. Yeah, I loved the dynamic, though, of, like, the fucking green side and just, like, that's so cheesy kind of... Because they did a a fucking Star Wars reference in the last one, too, right? Really? I think they did. I don't remember. Oh no no no! I'm so sorry. No, I'm I'm thinking of something actually completely different. Uh, yeah. No, I'm so sorry. That was something off kilter. However, yeah, the, I thought the Star Wars reference was pretty tongue in cheek, silly. I did like all the. There's just so many bits, but like, <laughs> like the hospital one had so many. Like how there's a slot machine in there. <laughs> oh yeah, which is actually yeah, probably yeah. not even kidding. That's probably a real thing in Vegas. I wouldn't doubt it. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, he had like the encephalogram readout, which it says like "fuck you," <laughs> and it has like leprechauns yeah. on it. And then I think it was really funny too. Was the whole like he goes now? Listen carefully, the doctor. He's like, "This could mean life or death." Do you have health insurance? And then he goes, "Do you accept green cards?" Well, he says uh, green cross. Oh, is green cross? Yeah, green cross. Oh man, that just ruined my Oh, it's so less funny. Oh man, I had a whole thing about the commentary on how we don't provide health insurance for immigrants because he's turning Irish and that's a green card. You know. But there we go. Well, I mean, out with one bit, but in with the new one, Jordan. I do like how they the doctors are start running up his bill about all the tests they need once they find out how mm. much cash he has. Yeah, for real. So, I mean, it's just, it's kind of like simple, like silly commentary. Yeah, he really flames the medical and health Stokes insurance. Stokes the, the fires, yeah, for real. Yeah, he put that whole industry on blast. They feed us their poison, so we buy their cure. Um, Let's see here. We got, you know, let back to his flighting, biting ways, you know, all that. Um, And just, I think we, we talked, well... I, also, he's we talked about it too, but he's really just granting wishes in this a lot. So we, ha- I think we have yeah, to. Yeah, it's s- kind of like the the theme of this one. Yeah, definitely. We have to accept that as lore. Then he can grant wishes if you have his gold coin. Hmm. Um. So best leprechaun bars yet, maybe of the whole series. So far, definitely. Yeah, he rhymes the entire time. And we get a rap battle with him and Scott. We do, and and. I'll tell you what, I was sweating the entire fucking time. <laughs> like, truly, I, I really didn't believe in Scott. However, he proved me wrong, thankfully. 
came out on top, dude. <laughs> you, do we have any more lore stuff? I felt like I had so much more, but you just kind of shot me down, didn't you? We're, well, we're back. <laughs> we're back to the gold coins, thankfully, because you know how the second one had that fucking like gross, just collecting all kinds of gold objects and whatever. We're back to gold coins, thankfully. Oh yeah, he's not just randomly acquiring gold. Yeah, uh, his anti-heroism comes back as he doesn't really fuck with anybody, and like, there's I think only a few characters he kind of talks to, like Elvis. Actually, oh, yeah. just daps him up, and like he does that whole fucking Elvis bit. I liked it, or Elvis impersonator bit, because he can impersonate very well. So. Yeah, so that, it was it was great. I I liked that because then it, it shows the hero in him, you know. Sometimes, you know, in the movie, I was kind of struggling to who to root for. Yeah, that's the likable part of him. We can't deny that. Yeah, the charm is off the, the charms, charm. for real. And I think that's definitely what like uplifts these movies. Like real talk is just honestly like the charm of it all. This is enjoyable to watch. Yeah, there could be like a fan theory about like my me me being the fan that like what if uh. Scott never was actually Leprechaun or part Leprechaun. Uh, I mean, at that point, if he was never part Leprechaun, well, even then, because you know what? Or yeah, when people get like traumatic brain injuries or and stuff, they can start speaking like different accents and different languages that they never even knew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, something to think about. Really, because if he never, if he never became Leprechaun, or if yeah, he did become, Leprechaun. if this is all just in his imagination. Like he thinks he's oh, like <laughs> You're doing that like uh that creepy pasta childhood ruiner. <laughs> like he's just where it's like all he really is doing is eating a lot of potatoes. He's like starts speaking that accent. Yeah, he gets a unibrow. He's actually just like a, a homeless Irishman <laughs> uh fantasizing about being in America. Which would it make sense why he's obsessed with the gold. He really just needs money. Yeah. He's just broke as fuck. And he's just completely he's like, uh, no health insurance. Yeah, he's daydreaming that he's actually. Is it, here's a D and D reference for you. Apportation. Is that what he's doing? Floating things around. See, you don't even know. You faff. What do you What do you mean? Apportation. Is that what it's called? Not teleportation. Dude. It's at, like apportation is when you're. Uh, see, you don't even know, man. You ever played Divinity yeah, what Two? Are you, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? You ever played Divinity Two? It, you have enough off. That's not D that's not D and D though. That's just D and D inspired. That's their own spin off of D and D, dude. But do you even know what it is? Are you talk well, because are you talking about D and D or Divinity? So you don't know what it Divinity, is. Divinity Huh? So you don't know what it is. Well, are you talking about those gauntlets you get at Fort Joy? No. Well, they might have it on, but it's a s it's a skill you can learn. I think it's yeah, the wind. An aerothermagy yeah. spell? Yes. Yeah. That's called a... Uh, I think that's literally just called like teleport. No, you're having a faff now, aren't you? You want me to check the wiki real quick while you talk to the people? Look, second, I typed it in apportation divinity two. You having a faff? Let me let me check this out. Apportation, you said? Yep. Apportation arrow third skill in divinity original sin two. And you can uh, pick up grounded items. So. It, this dude, that's this. This is the scroll he got from being half. <laughs> this is a skill he learned. You know, the certain quests you, le- you learn a whole um, skill. He learned apportation. Arrow Thurge two requirement. 
Memory slot one, uh, using the skill on red marked items is, of course, considered thievery. If you were caught stealing more than one item, it will only be considered as a single offense instead of multiple instances of theft. Very good for Leprechaun lore, him to pick up later, or for the characters can you, in Leprechaun. Can you apologize to me for being a fake-ass fan and having a big old faff on, a rec- on recording? Well. Oh, speechless. That's what I thought. Yeah, I am a little bit speechless. And you know what I have so to say wait, to that? What brought that up again? What brought up apportation That's again? the skill he learns from Leprechaun. Who? Tom, uh, Scott, Scott, yeah. He starts floating things around. Well, apportation teleports things to your inventory. Well, yeah. Listen, man. Well, all I got to say to you is you well, telekinesis lose. Telekinesis is the skill that you can pick things up with and like put them anywhere Listen, you man, want. Listen, man. You lose. You can't outsmart a genius. You lose. <laughs> I fooled you. Now there's nothing to protect you. I have the gold coin. And there's no stuffing me now. You can't outsmart a genius. Ooh, that felt good. Whew, you you know what, Jordan? I will admit when I'm wrong, dude. You fucking got me. I'm an apportate Ro- Roasted the fuck out of me. Threw me in the fire pit, dude. So here's some ratings for you. Um, Let's hear them. There's no tomato meter on Rotten Tomatoes because the critics have not one has reviewed it yet. It's just too, it's just too high tier for them. Yeah. Too fresh, some would say. <laughs> Audience score, 34%. Um, IMDb is a 5 flat which is okay. pretty high it, yeah. it says it has the highest rating of any film on the series on IMDB I don't know if that's still a current stat but hmm. I think I believe it I would have to maybe yeah it's a little bit of research I could find out but it seems accurate they the, got the first one's a 4.8 wow wait Leprechaun Returns is a 5.0 right now uh oh uh oh Wow, okay, so actually I am excited to see that one then. It's tied <laughs> for the f- best of all of them, even over the first. Well, I mean, remember, Jordan, IMDb gave Haunt a 6.7, so... <laughs> Jeez, don't ever say that word again. <laughs> what are you rating this, Riley? Dude, I'll be real. Uh, Yeah, definitely as a fucking entry to Leprechaun series, I gotta give this, like... Like a fucking seven. Whoa. Yeah. No, this movie was like that good. Whoa. Uh, in perspective of the Leprechaun series, I oh. definitely fucking loved this movie. Uh, they, I felt definitely this was like peak Leprechaun in terms of like being self-aware of the comedy. Like they had a really good kind of uh, measurement of goofiness that they poured into this and it's like when you kind of take the approach of a Halloween kills where like I'm expecting some shit to be goofy I'm expecting silliness like I then I love it all the way through uh definitely if you're looking at this movie and kind of expecting something a little bit uh higher caliber to cut your teeth on you're not gonna find it here dude we're all about goofs and gags and definitely Leprechaun 3 kind of brings back the Leprechaun series to an extent. Because think about it like this, dude. I mean, if Leprechaun 3 wasn't fucking fantastic, I think the series would have just died. I think you might be right. 
might be honest. Um, so what, what do you think, Jordan? I didn't give it that high. I gave it a five, and now I almost feel like I'm having a faff because that is so <laughs> true, dude. I think without this, that's the nail in the coffin, straight up. Another one of those Leprechaun 2s. No one, if you saw Leprechaun 2 and a bad – if you saw the one that they were intending to make with the after the second one with the third one, that was going to be by the same people. Oh, my gosh. Dunzo. Oh, dude, yeah. Literally done. Jeez, I didn't even think about that. And I, uh, honestly, I wasn't that excited to watch this one because I didn't remember it being this good, which is silly. (laughs) Well, to be fair, I I think that the most notorious ones are Leprechaun on the Hood. Yeah, because all the other horror movies did the, you know, we're going to do the space, we're going to do the, none of them had the balls to do Leprechaun or Jason in the Hood. Like, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. So definitely a diamond in the rough. I don't give the five in a bad way though, but I think. Oh yeah, no, definitely. No, I get it. If I'm viewing it in the leprechaun to- context, yeah, yeah, I'm giving it like seven or eight. Like mm-hmm. it's awesome. But if I'm looking at it critically, I'd say a, a five. Yeah. Like as as a standalone movie, definitely I can see that five because it is just a very solid like split down the middle good movie. It's obviously not the best. It's not like crazy fantastic, but it's enjoyable if you go in there with the right mood. Yes, that and having watched the first and second one too, like definitely, like understanding how the first one was so good, seeing how shit the second one was, and then getting to the third one and being like, oh, thank God they like brought it back around. Yeah, and you're right back in it. You're you're fucking pumped for the fourth one because I sure as fuck am now. Do we put this in the House of a Thousand Horrors? Uh, I'll be real. Uh, I think that, and even by Warwick Davis's standards, dude, I think this is probably by far the best Leprechaun movie we've covered yet. So I, I would be an, av- I'd be an advocate for putting it in the House of a Thousand Horrors. You know, I'm not opposed to that. I think just like we said, the context alone, and it does, it's doing. Like the first one we give it for obviously starting the entire franchise and all this stuff, not a perfect movie. But if you think of like if in the third one now, like we're in the stride and it's doing what it should have been. It's kind of learning what it's about yeah. almost. It's picking up on its audience. And I will say uh, one final game reference because by far this is my favorite episode, dude. Uh, similar to a game, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but Neo which is a Team Ninja game where basically it's like a Souls-like, you know, RPG, yada, yada, whatever. Uh, But the first game was a very niche, small kind of game. Like, you know, people that played it and liked it, liked it. It was kind of like a cult classic sort of thing. Okay. Uh, When they made the second game, instead of, like, going crazy ambitious, trying to introduce all this, like, new shit or whatever, they were just like, you know what? We're going to give you uh, what we brought in Neo. But we're going to add more content, more weapons. We're not going to try to change shit, not make stuff like crazy. Not trying to like change it, but just add more content to it. So like with Leprechaun 1 and Leprechaun 3, Leprechaun 3 just added on to what Leprechaun 1 made. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, so they, just, they added too. more stuff. They added more bars. <laughs> they made it more silly. You know what I mean? They, they did what basically made it successful. They didn't try to do a Leprechaun 2, throw him bullshit lore, make him more evil. Don't give him the whole, you know... 
Todd Howard Candyman treatment where we're trying to make him more of a slasher and shit. Yeah, and that's that is what I think people can pick up on the laziness. Like I think they thought the first one was enough of like a little horror hit that like we don't. I would just got the name, just throw whatever out because that was like less than a yeah. year for the second. Nobody one. Nobody wants to see what the first one did. <laughs> Fuck it, dude. Yeah, make it all horror. They just threw something together, and this one might not have been the highest budgeted or anything, but or the best written. It's just more Leprechaun. Yeah, more of what you good, love. Yeah, like actual, just more Leprechaun. It's not going to be like this overwhelmingly different, changed, like gritty or like just stupid, evil kind of generic slasher film. It's going to be a comedy. Well, going into this series, if I would have known that we would be putting the Leprechaun 3 in the House of a Thousand Horrors, I would have called you a madman. But here we are, man. Done. That's interesting. Yeah. Done deal. It's done. It's done. It's done. And I cannot wait to add the fourth one to the House of a Thousand Horrors. The ink is dried. We can't We can't do anything about it. It's in. Yeah, it's, it's done now. Yeah. I mean, it'll come up uh, for a review. And I forgot what the time. It's three years is the... Uh, the board gets together for the reviews, but I mean, we got plenty of time, and I, I think it's solidified its its position. So I'm not worried. It's good where it's at. Yeah, yeah no, I, I have full faith in our community to uh, uphold these written values that we've set forth. Riley, what's our uh, Twitter again? Jordan, I was going to ask you first. What's our uh, Twitter handle? <laughs> I love this bit. It's at House One K Horrors. Which and for our email. Um, oh, are you going to say something real quick, Jordan? I was, but I took it back. In my brain. Um, <laughs> Thank you, because I feel like I know exactly what it was going to be about. However, Which I got I some guerrilla marketing going on you don't even know about, man. <laughs> you don't even know, man. Real brass tacks. Got our hands and feet dirty on this one. I got some uh, I got some feelers out there for some new listeners. So if you're listening oh. from that guerrilla marketing, what up? Welcome. <laughs> Come to the right place. But yeah, I don't know why we have Twitter, but we have it. And yeah, just in case, eventually I'll, I'll I'll get the brass nuts to fucking post some funny memes or whatever the case may be. Well, definitely feel free to email us suggestions, hate mail, all that fun stuff. Yeah, at, uh, House of One Thousand, the number horrors at gmail dot com. You get so excited because uh, that's the one you know. Exactly. Well, no. How poetic is it that I know the email and you know the Twitter, dude? I am so stoked for the next one. This is this is why I came here, man. Leprechaun Four, Leprechaun in space. Leprechaun Four is why I come. <laughs> Period. <laughs> we got some House of a Thousand alums coming out with this director yeah. and at least one actor that I know about. I mean. We got silliness off the map. We got goofs and giggles and goblins even. Goblins. Hey. Yeah, goofs, goblins, all kinds of wacky like shit. You might say leprechauns somewhat of a fuck goblin. Which I that's kind of fucking disrespectful, dude. I mean, what is a leprechaun if not a goblin? He ain't a fucking god dude, goblin? Alright. So here's the thing, and really quickly, um, I don't know why, uh, I was just thinking of a really amazing thing to put on Twitter, although I think that might actually get us canceled before we even take off. Uh, I really wanted to Photoshop <laughs> Leprechaun in a BLM riot. Why would you do that? <laughs> because <laughs> to, to promote Leprechaun in the hood. <laughs> oh. 
you know but like i want just but i want him to be like a where's waldo so you don't see him you know right in the front of the uh picture I actually like love hidden that. amongst the crowd see that's the kind of gold you gotta be bringing to oh jordan you too are a man of wits yes nice nice little funny pun there yes dude. i dabble in the puns and the subtleties <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah no dude leprechaun 4 guys expect some fat goofs a couple of fuck goblins jordan i don't think i'm ever gonna forgive you on how you pronounced uh, naruto uh, uh, naruto naruto all right man well i'm stoked for it yeah, dude. Uh, and then after the Leprechaun series, we're going to cover all 223 episodes of the original Naruto <laughs> series and then jump into the Shippuden. Hey. And it'll become an anime podcast after that. Shippuden? <laughs> Shippuden. Well, let's give God, a, let's look at one more time. before we leave. What's one more? Think of one more. No, let's just give one more before we're out. I'll start. A Naruto. <clears throat> oh, I, I kind of want to be funny with it, though. I don't know. Should I? Please don't, funny don't, don't, go. Don't, don't do that. Don't, don't do the don't funny? funny. Come, on. Come on, don't do that. Be serious for once, man. Naruto! There you go. Done. It's done. It's over. It's gone. I'm done with this podcast, fun- dude. Dude, I'm about to fret out. Put a revolver to my temple. <laughs> Jump in a bleach bath. Crazy, crazy how things just kind of went out of control, dude. I mean... We talked about Fred. We really had a journey on this episode, guys, and I'm so glad you could be with us today. Uh, I'm still going to just be talking on the outro music. Just a little little funny adventure. Talked about goblins, critters, anime protagonists. Talked about uh, Fred uh, and his unfortunate suicide in 2017. Um, God bless him. He was really funny in, like, fourth, fifth grade. I don't know. Whatever, whatever age underaged women were back then, now they're like 18. God, you feel old yet? Like, seriously, guys. I, I just, it's crazy. I mean, really, when you look at life and it's multiple wonders, uh, I mean, imagine trying to be a pedophile now. Like, everyone's already grown up, dude. Mr. Chance. Shame on you. It's just, I mean, you had one shot and you blew it. Metaphorically, you wish it was literally. But uh, I appreciate you guys. Thank you for sticking along. I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing anymore, but I'm having a blast. Wow. All right. Uh, Yeah, Jordan's gone. He, he left. He's been gone. Fuck. Uh Anyways, guys, uh, remember, stay safe, and don't be faffing about like a little fucking fat.